Did you ever think you would make it? I feel I'm supposed to take sweet victory. I know this life meant for me. Yeah, why would you bet on Goliath when we got bet David? Value taming, giving values contagious. This world of entrepreneurs, we get no value to haters. Now they run, homie, look what I become. I'm the, I'm the one. All right, all right, all right. Okay, so we're due for a home team podcast today. We haven't had one for a minute. Uh, I think the last time we did it, it was a year ago, 2022. <laughs> Just so you know. Yes, sir. Yeah. It's been a long yeah, time. It's been a while, man. Very last long year. time. Anyways, it's good to have uh, BizDoc, Vincent Oshana, my man, Hello, Adam Sauce yeah. here, and Malik, yeah. a.k.a. Rob, in the house <laughs> as well. We got a lot of topics to cover. Mm-hmm. Yesterday's podcast, obviously, with Neil deGrasse Tyson was great. Some of the clips are, some people are saying it's not getting the views and all this stuff. I think one of the clips, this one here was getting 60,000 views per hour. And we're looking at it a day later on Creative Studios. It's missing 600,000 views. Not sure why, but if you look at this clip, it's got 17,000 likes. Let's see how many comments it's got. Comments, comments, 27,000 comments it's got. And on Twitter, on Facebook, on my DMs, email, texts, it doesn't matter where it is. I've never gotten this many clips and text messages about an interview Mm -hmm. outside of Tate Outside of Sammy, outside of Kobe, I'm going to put it like this has got to be a top 10. More than Kobe? Of, no, no, not Kobe. Huh. I said outside of okay, Kobe. Got you, outside. Got you, got you. It's a top 10. Word, but the views, for whatever reason, when we look at the clips, it just goes flatline. And it shows now this morning in the first eight hours that only got 140 views. Again, we don't know why. We're not speculating. We're just stating facts and data. And maybe it's algorithm issues on YouTube. No, no I'm not... Being paranoid about it, it's just data. It's all yeah. talking data's about. Data is data. Data is you got to. Yeah. And he said you got to pay attention to data. I'm stats guy. We're a data guy. I was watching when you posted it. Pat, it hit fourteen thousand in four minutes, and I was like, okay, yeah. this is going. It is what yeah. it is. If you yeah. haven't watched it, I highly I'm recommend you watch it. I'm not going to say anything inappropriate. No, just, just I'm just going to say it was a great interview. It was. You guys had a spirited conversation about a certain thing that people may or may not have taken during a certain. Period of, Era, period of time, seventies, eighties, yeah. you know, early twenty twenties. It is what it is. That. Yeah, but I think more than anything, we've realized that certain companies, certain social media companies, we don't know, don't like certain conversations. I'm, listen, I'm ready to realize. light up a cigar right now on the podcast <laughs> and just have a cigar and have a conversation <laughs> with you guys. But we don't want the sprinklers to come <laughs> off and get Rob wet. Audio okay. problems. We got a lot of topics to get into. Here's the topics that we got: like Rogan or a cigar like Elon. Ooh. Ooh, Bizdoc, what do you prefer? I told you Tom's, Tom's got game. Tom's an animal. Tom's he was got game. Tom's you don't believe animal. me. Tom's got this, game. This Tom's going to write a book one day on dating, relationship, and flirting, and that thing's going to be a bestseller okay? yeah. in Silicon Valley. Can't it's going to do it. so very, very Biz good. Bizdoc turns love doc. Yeah, that's what it, you're it's a love Tom? doc. You're the love doctor. <laughs> there we hey, go. Hey, topics. Microsoft investment into ChatGBT's creator may be the smartest $1 billion ever spent. We'll talk about that. Fed ex-Fed chair Alan Greenspan sees a U.S. recession as most likely outcome. Most Americans turning to credit cards to cover basic expenses as inflation rages. Tom's got some feedback on that. Uh oh. Chinese billionaire Jack Ma to relinquish control of Ant Group. FTC says proposal to ban non-compete clauses could boost pay by $300 billion a year. A lot of this non-compete is mainly California. Rolls-Royce had a record-breaking year, literally the biggest year ever they had. We'll talk about what that is. America's aggressive chip strategy forces China into a corner. 
McDonald's former CEO agrees to pay, ready, $53 million in SEC settlement. This is the CEO. Mm -hmm. Kevin McCarthy elected the Speaker of the House, ending days of Republican chaos and division in Washington. We'll cover that. I know, Adam, you got some thoughts on that. Uh, Let's see what else we got. The secret to Ron DeSantis' success, ignore Donald Trump and attack business instead. It's a Bloomberg story. We'll cover that. Uh, Photos of videos of chaos in Brazil saying very similar situation with Bolsonaro as it was in the uh, D.C. just a couple years ago. Elon Musk confronts Adam Schiff about his efforts to pressure Twitter to silence critics and journalists. Federal regulators investigating Musk's Tesla full-serving driving tweet. I'm sure he's going to be investigated for a lot of different things since he's pushing the envelope. Biden tours El Paso border sites. Uh, Vinny, I know you got some thoughts on that. Yep. MB- NBC exec regret paying Jimmy Fallon $80 million contract mm. extension as Fox News' Greg Gutfeld beats Tonight Show in ratings. This is Raider Online Story. We got a campaign to re-educate Jordan Peterson. Social media created a generation of weakened kids threatening American culture and capitalism. NYU Business School professor says in WSJ Wall Street Journal op-ed. And maybe a couple other things here. That we have story-wise. But, Tom, let's get right into the economy with uh, the story about credit cards. So if you want to go to page four, we have a story about credit cards. Most Americans turning to um, credit cards to pay expenses as inflation rages. As inflation continues to erode, purchasing power, more Americans are relying on credit cards to pay basic expenses. According to the Census Bureau, in December, over 35% of households use credit cards or loans to pay for expenses in the past week, up 32%. In November, 21% from April of 2021, interest rates on credit cards are currently at high levels, with the average APR setting a new record. Damn, is that true? 19.14% last week, according to Bankrate.com. If people carry debt to cover rising prices, they could end up paying more in the long run as interest charges accrue. Credit card balances increased by more than 15% year-on-year in November, the largest increase in over 20 years, according to New York Fed Survey. Tom. What are your thoughts on this? We've been talking about this on the PBD podcast over the last couple months. I said as those interest rates goes up, that the banks would raise the interest rates on credit cards and raise they did. And additionally, you've got uh, consumers with wage stagnation are turning to the credit card to pay for things. And we saw some travel going down. Uh, Certainly people aren't going to be paying to go on Southwest Airlines anytime soon. And you had uh, electronics had a bummer Christmas. You saw that? That, mm-hmm. like big, uh, you know, PlayStations, big screen TVs, and electronics had a, a bum Christmas. Why was that? Well, it's because inflation on core food stuff, and we're also a story in here about the uh, we're at an all time high on food costs. That has forced people to use the only place they could get a raise to cover is artificial, and that's from their credit card. The other side of this, it's very very interesting, is that. The, um, this is directly related to housing. Uh, people are right now, rents are edging up and the housing prices are not dropping as fast. So those same consumers are kind of stuck. They can't make a, a change in their housing costs. Like maybe I'll sell my house and lease something for a year, let prices come down. It's all interrelated here. The pinch is coming. And what's even worse is we're seeing layoffs are going to come 
February, March, April, mm-hmm. we're going to see layoffs pick up. So you got consumers that are already pinched by inflation using their credit card. Layoffs are coming. So everybody that says there's not a recession this year is just not paying attention. You know, this it's a hurricane coming ashore, and um, we could talk more about housing in a little bit. What's going on there? But this is huge, Pat. This is this is people are being pinched, and we are. Sp- been in it in the mainstream media, and we are not talking about the kind of things that need to to help the American consumer. I, Tom, why don't you go into housing? So, what do you see happening with housing? What's well, very interesting right now? What's going on? So, the because the interest rates are so high. When you put your house on the market, it's hard to find the buyers, and the housing is sitting there longer. So people are not putting that inventory out there. If the inventory was out there, the Mm -hmm. prices would go down because there's more houses out there. Buyers who could afford the interest rate, even though it's 6-7%, actually, and 8% if your credit's not good. Um, And so the inventory right now is staying steady, so prices are flat. When people say... Well, that's great. Yeah, except if you look at the number of transactions, transactions aren't happening. Look at the number of new mortgages and number of transactions. Transactions are down 80% last year, 70% last year, depending on the market. Transactions are down 70%. Yeah, if you take a look at like refi, go go look at refis year over year. I think refis year over year are almost zero. And if you get at real estate transactions, now Miami may be a little bit better where we are here, um, but transactions in the housing market... Houses aren't selling. Uh, and the home builders, you look at Toll Brothers, uh, Lanier, and out there. Um, here, Rob, I'm sending you a link. Go to this one. Go to this website here. That's the rates. I want you to go to this website. It shows the re- re- refinance application yep. level index. The numbers are unbelievable what it is. Look at that. Zoom in a little bit. They're there. Year over year, 86.2% refinancing is down. Yeah, so See, but, but by the way, but let, me, let me just put, put it to you this way. For a loan officer, this is what that means. If you were making a hundred grand a month a year ago, you're making thirteen thousand eight hundred dollars, and you're probably buying groceries with your credit card. If you were wow. a loan officer a year ago, making ten grand a month, you're making a thousand three hundred and eighty dollars a month, returning your S class. And you're selling your watches you bought for $15,000 for $4,200. And you just moved in with your mom. Yeah, and- yeah mom and dad are <laughs> loving that. Yeah. Wow. This is no joke, by the way. This is a real number. That's a scary. Week yep. over week is 30%. Yep. So when people say, what you're hearing in media, housing prices are steady. Well, yeah, but you can't sell it, right? The number one thing, and help me out here, Adam. You know a lot of people in real estate and Sauce Talks Money. You've got a lot of topics on this. That when you're accepting an offer for your home, the number one thing you want is certainty of close. You want to evaluate the buyer. Is the down payment real or was it loaned by somebody? And now the mortgage lender is going to freak out and say, wait, 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 we can't do that. You can't be using borrowed money to make a down payment. Uh, It's certainty of close, right? It's appraisal. It's everything that goes through that. Right now, certainty of close is low because who who can afford the 7% mortgage and what would I do once I sold my house? And you're seeing it in a transaction. So the soon as the inventory gets out there, housing prices are going to go down. What, what I and you, Pat, you've been saying this too, by the end of this year, and I'm still holding to my third quarter, and third quarter Fed will drop rates for the first time, probably early third quarter, 4th of July maybe, Fed drops rates for the first time, a little more inventory comes out, housing prices come down, and that part of the market moves. But in the meantime, you know, this and 
credit cards and the interest rates on the credit cards. Consumers are in for a very, very rough ride right now. And if you're in a marginalized um, uh, industry, you're probably also looking at layoffs. There's a recession coming. And so everybody said, oh, it was a soft landing and all this. We haven't landed yet. We haven't landed at all. We're still in the in the recession, and and in, we're we're the clicking stage of the roller coaster. Click 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 click. We haven't dropped yet. Yeah. We haven't dropped yet. Everybody's going. Everybody's going to raise their hands and scream. Tom, at the same time, I want to read this to you. So it says the U.S.'s chance of dodging a recession are growing, given layoffs remain low. Top Moody economist. Okay, he says uh, this is page three. He says that mm-hmm. maybe we're going to get past this recession, and it won't even happen. Uh, the U.S. economy may avoid a recession in 2023, according to Mark Zandi, the top economist at Moody's Analytics. He pointed uh, to Friday's job report, which showed average hourly earnings rising by lower than expected 0.3%, an unemployment rate falling to 3.5% as evidence that companies are not laying off workers. Zandi added that the wage inflation falling while employment remains high is also a good sign for the U.S. economy as people in jobs are likely to spend more and save less. Feeding into the economic growth, m- many companies have put in place short-term thinking, short-term hiring freezes, and reduce uh, workers' overall hours in an effort to lower spending. So that's what he's saying. And then Greenspan is saying, econ- economists Alan Greenspan and William Dudley have both warned that a recession is likely coming this year. Greenspan, former Federal Reserve chairman, stated that a recession is the most likely outcome while Dudley Former New York Federal Reserve president said that U.S. recession is likely due to the Federal Reserve rate hikes. Daryl Cronk, chief investment officer for Wealth and Investment Management, agreed that Greenspan's prediction and argued that a recession is the likely outcome due to the combination of tightening money supply and a strong U.S. dollar and falling bank reserves. However, Cronk yep. disputed Dudley's argument that Federal Reserve rate hikes are the sole cause of potential recession. So here's here's a question for I'm you. I'm on this page. I'm with Chris Pound. So but why so so but this other person is making a point saying, hey, job, it's not as bad as you think it is. Wages haven't dropped. Unemployment dropped to three and a half percent. It's not just going to be a soft landing. We may even skip it. Who who has a better argument? I think Greenspan does because I think, you know, the Moody side, I think when you only look at the job side of it, you don't see the capability of the consumer and you don't see what's happening to consumers' own spending. The credit cards, he is guessing on, on he this. being who from Green from Moody's? Moody's. Yeah. Moody's is guessing in an analytical way. I mean, using analytics, and they're making a guess that oh, well, we've added two hundred twenty-three thousand jobs, and and we got all these our earnings rising 03 of a percent. How does he even with a straight face look in the camera and say, well, you know, earnings have risen 03 of, of a percent from November when you're talking about seven, eight percent annual inflation and we got statistics what's going on in credit cards. Credit cards are more expensive than ever. And the banks are saying, hey, we're looking at balances are Good big. Point. Those are hard yep. data points. So okay, you kept your job, jobs are flat and everything, but inflation is still up and how are you making up the difference? And we just talked about what's happening to the entire mortgage and home buying industry. You know, I, I don't I don't know. I think if you just look at macro jobs I don't think so, whereas the Fed looks at the data points of the sectors and consumer spending and things. So I tend to be on the page of Allen, and I tend to look at, like, the hard data. Consumers right now are not having an easy time of it. Hard data. We didn't have a a crazy TV Christmas. We didn't have a big electronics Christmas. We had a very soft Christmas at Best Buy. What does that say? That's hard data. So I'm 
I'm kind of I hope it's not here, Pat, but I'm I'm fearful that this is a recession coming and we're gonna have layoffs with it and then that the whole thing starts turning around when we get down to that two percent inflation and then you know Adam, what are your thoughts? Jay Powell comes By back. By the way, and, when do you see two percent inflation being a realistic number? Uh Jay Powell says when he can see it in the future, hmm. that's when he moves it. So I I kind of think he'll be able to at mid-year, he's going to be looking toward the end of the year and says, you know what? I can see 2% inflation from here. You know, it's funny. Uh, you know, what was the word of the year for 2022? It was like gas lighting. Mm-hmm. Or, I'm shocked that the word of the year was not transitory. Yeah. How many times did we hear that word? Tran- What's well, transitory? Inflation. Transitory. Janet Yellen, Jay Powell, everybody transitory. It's always transitory. I mean, trans was like probably the word of the year in 2022. That's a whole trans other topic. Chile, yeah. yeah, they're killing that game. Um, but <laughs> by the way, shout out to Alan Greenspan. How old do you think Alan Greenspan is at this point? 94. 90, yeah, He's 96, 90. about to be wow. 97 this quarter, quarter in March, doing his thing. Uh, but here's what I'll say because we, we started so off. He's this seen com- a few cycles. He's, he, knows, <laughs> he knows what he's doing. He's seen some transitory stuff. Um, <laughs> here's what I'll say about because we initiated this conversation about the credit cards. What a difference a year makes. Even when at the beginning of COVID, when everybody was on lockdown, you saw all the savings rates were going up, credit card debt was going down, people weren't traveling, people weren't spending. All of a sudden, people had to be fiscally conservative. This is crazy. Great point. Right? You're getting your whether you're getting stimulus checks or unemployment checks, people actually had to be like, Holy crap, what is happening right now? Let me get ready for this, have a budget in my life. So people started implementing that. And then after you know a year or so of lockdown, you know fighting on planes, people going nuts. Travel came back, airlines came back, airline stocks came back. Travel, cruise lines, everything. People started returning to normal. And what is returning to normal in America? Taking on more debt, baby. Yeah. Living paycheck to paycheck, baby. That's normal here in America. So I am not shocked that these numbers that came back from credit cards, these ridiculous numbers. What is the season that people start spending the most money? Q4. This is the holiday season. Between Thanksgiving, you got, what is it, uh, Black Friday, you got Cyber Monday, then you got Christmas season, it's New Year's. You're spending, 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 spending. Like, if I'm that, this, is, this, is, this might be alarming, if I'm that person that's living paycheck to paycheck and, but, but really wants to get their significant other or family member's toys... Not this year, baby. And 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 what you have to understand is when it comes to your money, it's not a month by month thing. It's not even a it, it's it's you have to look at it year over year over year. Cause you might have had a a situation in 2020 where you were able to actually to save some money and pay down some debt. But in 2021, there it was again, yeah. back to your normal. That's the return to normal that most Americans don't really fully understand is that you're going back to credit cards. So these numbers are horrible. Like for someone that me, that, like me that considers my, themselves a personal finance expert, that's my thing. Tom, you're more macroeconomics. You understand the big picture. Mm-hmm. I like helping people that make 50 grand a year, 100 grand a year, 200 grand a year. How can you ma- maximize the most out of your money? And when I see stats like this, it's like, of course you're back to paycheck to paycheck because did you really need to spend three grand during the holiday seasons? And then and then here's what's going to happen now over the next six months. Prediction time. Tax season's coming up, okay? What are you going to do with your refund? You. I'm asking you. If you get a $5,000 refund, does that go into your Roth IRA? Are you going to max out your 401k? 
Or is it summer season coming around? The hot girl summer, white boy summer. Now we're going on vacation. Now we're going to St. Bart's. Now we're going to Mykonos. Now we're traveling. These situations that you do with three, four, five, six, ten thousand dollars $10,000, what you decide to do with that type of money will literally change your life. But you have to do it year over year over year over year. But most Americans are living paycheck to paycheck, thinking month to month. They don't have that long-term vision to, to save that money. It's a good point you're I making. I take you back to your own man-on-the-street interview with a young lady that was down in South Florida yep. using... Uh, $6,000 stimulus. Remember that? Yes. You talked to her? What did Remember she that, that? Yeah. Did she stand there with a go cup drinking in front yeah. of you and you're asking, what are you doing here? Are you saving it? No, no. We just came down here to party, man. We get yeah. some free government money. Habits don't change. No. But, but the part that's concerning is where it says setting a new record of 19.14% <laughs> last week. That's mm -hmm. a new record, meaning we've never done that before. Okay? Yeah. You have a good point that's coming off the uh, holiday season, which people are spending... This is my concern. My mm -hmm. concern is, you know when you're at the uh, uh, end of a relationship where you guys are dating and you're kind of like, you're just waiting for the other person to break up or it's like you're in too deep, mm -hmm. you know it ain't going to go anywhere, but you're comfortable, you got somebody to hang out with Friday night, Saturday, whatever, but you know this shit's not going anywhere. I don't know if you've been there before. I've been there before a couple of times. We've all been there. So when you're in it, you're dragging and you're delaying a time bomb that's going to happen instead of making a decision. Yeah, We are delaying a time bomb because people are gradually running out of money. All this means with the economy not having hit rock bottom yet, it just means people still have some savings they're sitting on. And they're waiting before they put their house on the market because they don't have to. They're waiting before they sell that watch because they, they don't yet have to. By the way, did you see the article I sent you about watches? Did you see the one I sent you about Morgan Stanley Dean Witter, what it said? If you don't if you don't have it, just pull it up. Maybe I didn't send it to you. No, I didn't send it to you. Actually, go online and type this up. Type out the title is Prices for Rolex. Just type in Prices for Rolex and then go to News. Go go to click on News and it should pop up right away. Pa, 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 pa. Should, first word should be Morgan Stanley. Uh, okay, then type in Morgan Stanley in it as well. Go back and type in Morgan Stanley and look what it says. Just go up and type in, yeah, Morgan Stanley. Uh, there you go. should come up. Uh, uh, uh. It's so interesting. I have it right in front of me, and it's not popping up. You're doing all the right things. Rob, I'm going to text it to you. Just pull this up, okay? Because for the longest time, when I would talk to my watch dealers, different guys, they would say, oh, watch prices haven't gone down yet. Is it right oh, there, watch, Bloomberg? Uh, watch prices haven't gone down. No, it's the one I just texted it to you. I got it. By the oh. way, you know how Vinny always likes to say things like, you know you've made it when yeah. when you're talking to your watch dealers. <laughs> so I'm talking <laughs> to my mean? watch dealer. Not watch dealer. It's plural. Of course. Dealer. Competition. Exactly. They can't just have one. No, no. You have, you have to look at what's going on. How pathetic sure. is it that you're doing writing all of it at and it's not pulling it up. That's so weird. Just use the link I gave you. That's so weird what That's just insane. happened. That's insane. Come on, Malik. <laughs> no, no, it's not on him. No, it's not him. Everything he did, it's so <laughs> weird how it didn't pull it up with the Google algorithm. Anyways, there's this article that comes out, and it talks about uh, the following thing. It's, it's uh, a story about Morgan Stanley, prices for Rolex, Patek Philippe, and Ademir Peugeot. Watches are APs uh, will keep plunging due to a flood of supply, but these three real assets are still scarce and coveted. And the story is talking about how instead of worrying about that, you should buy farmland, you should buy real estate. It's pretty much an informational saying what you should buy and what you shouldn't buy, and and wine. And it's talking about how a lot of people right now are investing into art, and how art has outperformed 
S&P by 130-something percent the last decade. Art uh-huh. has. Okay, that's Art. A, oh, no art. question about it. There's a, there's a place in, in Sweden that uh, is housing $100 billion worth of art. It's pretty ridiculous. If you see the building, what it looks like. $100 billion of art being held in one place. But if you look at this, read the, read the article all the way at the top again, if you can go all the way to the top. Look what it says. It says, Morgan Stanley, prices for Rolex, Patek Philippe, and AP watches will keep plunging due to a flood of supply, right? Wow. That, in about six months, is going to be replaced. Home prices mm-hmm. and real estate and commercial real estate is plunging due to flood of supply. Bingo. First people sell their luxuries, then they sell their assets. Wow. Yeah. This comes first. Shit. So we're delaying a time bomb, okay? The first thing you do is, hey, babe, what are we going to do? Babe, sell that watch. Yep. Babe, s- sell that card. S- sell that motorcycle. Let's let's sell, your sell diamond. that uh, your diamond. Sell right? that diamond. Sell, sell sell this and then start and then working sells, on OnlyFans. Sell honey. your purses, baby. Yeah. Those four <laughs> Chanel purses of yours. Yeah. Sell this. Sell that. Sell, sell the this. wants. All the yeah. wants. And stuff. then all of a sudden, then the need. babe. Guess yep. what? We got to sell the house. Yep. Oh, no. So the need. this is a delayed time bomb. The breakup is coming with the house. It's just a matter of time. Again, my prediction. Okay, the real estate people love it when I, you know, talk like this to them. They get upset and I get you know. Uh, uh, friendly emails being mm-hmm. sent to me. I'm just telling you, this comes first, then comes the real assets. This is not fake. This is real. It's painful. By the way, watch the prices with food, okay? It, it, here's the prices with food. World food prices hit record high in 2022. This is a Reuters story, okay? World food prices hit record high in 2020. I'm going to go to you here because I know you eat healthy food. Uh, oh so the Food and Agriculture Organization, FAO, and the United Nations has reported that its food price index, which tracks the international prices of the most globally traded food commodities, has reached the highest level on record, averaging 143.7 points in 2022, up 14.3% from 2021. The index has already gained 28% in 2021 due to economic recovery from the impact of COVID-19 pandemic, the increase in food prices was largely driven by the invasion of Ukraine by Russia in February 2022. This is, again, now that, that's Reuters has to add that part to it. Putin, okay. uh, Putin price hike. That's what yeah, and it says, uh, it says, while food prices have uh, uh, since partially recovered, the FAO cereal, meat, dairy, and vegetable oil sub-indexes all reached record highs in 2022, while the sugar sub-index reached a 10-year high. So... You you like to buy healthy uh, food? Are I, you noticing anything? Pat, besides, I buy um I buy the online grass fed, grass finished because you know meat. You yep. see, if you see a steak in in the supermarket, it's like this. If you buy the natural one, it's half the size because it's you know they're feeding it only grass, not grain. No steroids. No steroids at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, that that company, I'm paying almost thirty percent more, and I even I know the lady that owns it. I'm like, what's she's like, she's like, this is. It, it is what it is. So she's t- so you know she's telling 100%, you. My, she's I can't like, do I anything about it. Yeah, and I she's, like, she's like, I I literally can't. All the price. When for- she tells you that, do you believe it? I 100 percent believe okay. it because I because I know yeah. her. And then I'm at uh, Publix. I'm at the supermarket here, and uh, I, I go buy the eggs. They're and the good ones. And this is at Publix. This isn't at like Whole Foods or whatever. Eight almost eight seven something for eight dollars. I was like, what? I'm gonna just open like a chicken coop in my apartment and just have them <laughs> laying eggs. I mean, my neighbors have dogs. I'm gonna get ch- dude. It's in, and I eat like four eggs a day. It's seven dollars. It's going like that. And I'm not, I eat yogurt. I'm not. I eat organic yogurt, but it's getting to the point where I'm like, holy shit! I have to eat half of what I'm eating, and I'm getting hungry during the day because I eat a lot. 
And it's yeah. I'm seeing it, bro. I'm just for it. the sake of it, I, I have a re- restaurant recommendation high end for people that want to take their date on. Can you show this restaurant that the? Uh, it's hot. Can we say <laughs> take date somewhere expensive? It's, <laughs> if you're trying to impress a girl. That's where you want to take oh her. Oh, my God. Take her right there and say, look at the wealth oh my I got, honey. We I, made it. I will say this. We're loaded with eggs. That, that's actually a great idea. I will say this. That's hilarious. Most people take their girl on a date. We'll go to a nice steak dinner. Yeah. But, but if you take your girl on a date, what are you spending at a nice dinner? Right, on a, nice dinner. On a real, not, not, eggs yeah. today. Eggs. Egg. Don't order eggs today. Adam, a real good one? $300. Yeah, yeah a couple Easy. hundred bucks. Easy. You know what might be a bigger turn on for your girl? What? Whatever you want at Publix, baby. Oh, get in want. there. Get, get in anything there. you want. She's, Don't you stop, By the girl. way, this is not an advice Adam yeah. is given. This is Adam's playbook. This yeah. Is, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to Publix. Going to Publix. Whatever you She's want like, that's, that that's like talking dirty. She's like, I'm I want an saying. omelet. You're like, you know what? You're going to get four yeah. eggs. She's like, nope. what? Uh. <laughs> oh, yeah. you're going to throw some spinach We're rolling, baby. We're yeah. rolling. But for 300 bucks, you're balling out at the frit. Now she's cooking for you. Oh, That's the playbook By the way, these memes. These memes. Can we stay on this? Can you pull up the other meme? Don't forget we're going to say Pull up the other meme I sent you. Look at these memes. 600 BC, gold. Yeah. 1900, money, Pablo's money. Today, <laughs> eggs. 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 <laughs> it's, it's insane. It's insane. So what are we going to say, Tom? It's no, no. What I was going to ask you is, what are you doing about it, Vinny? I mean, what are you dude, doing, like, Vinny? Like, like, how are you solving the economy, Vinny, as a comedian? No, 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 what no. is your role here or, to or make just, sure that inflation and CPI comes down? Uh, there's a lot of people like you out there trying to eat, eat healthy and try to yeah. figure it out. What do you suggest in the middle of this? I'm, my well, my Starve suggestion yourself. is, yeah. Well, I'm I'm Your cutting. Ba- I'm literally cutting the food in half. The for the which is it's, uh, I'm being dead serious. Are you joking? I'm being dead no, serious. No, you're not cutting. The I'm food like eating. I'm saying I'm eating less. Of the good shit, and now I'm being forced to buy the non-organic shit, but I'm trying, I'm literally trying yeah. to find the one that's the least unhealthy. Wow. Here, here, I'm still not doing the sugar shit. I'm not doing all that. But bro, it's getting to the point where it's now like, because mind you, yeah, I have yeah. obligations in my life that I take care of some people and I do some things, but it's like I'm getting to the point where I'm even telling people like, like, like I send money to it. Well, I can't do it anymore. Yeah. I can't. Like I uh, you want to borrow money? I it's over. Because the egg situation is getting ridiculous. So, hey, why don't we invest in a freaking hat? The other building that you What got? do you think those 600 chickens, chickens in the back are? <laughs> That's exactly you think, right. You think is they just found, that, made it is here? Is that what that is? 17 parking spaces oh, I replaced. Let me tell you. Every morning you hear them. That's the hilarious. goose that laid the golden egg was a fairy tale. Our 600 chickens is real, baby. Yeah. <laughs> but if you do actually want to be solution-oriented, actually, unfortunately, the thing that you genuinely have to cut out of your life is your F and B budget as far as going out to restaurants, bars, 100%. nightclubs, yeah. that kind of stuff? Yeah. Takeout, DoorDash, Uber Eats—that's the stuff that's weighing you down. Yes, maybe you usually spend a hundred bucks at the grocery store. Now it's a buck twenty. I get it. That twenty dollars is not going to change your life. So yes, eggs are going to be a little bit more expensive. Yes, you're going to spend a little bit more at your local supermarket. Yeah, but that's still a way better option than the alternative, which is yeah. eating out at restaurants. Yeah, and th- so unfortunately, a lot of restaurants. If this economy does continue in this direction, where we're seeing this recession, yeah. Who's really going to take the hurt are these small businesses, these restaurants, these employees at these restaurants. Right. Continue to shop. Who have spent 18 market. months trying to get back on their feet yep. after the government yep. told them they and then, had to and be then closed. Think about and, I'm, and this perfect yeah. example. And you said it trickles down. So now that the money's like this and the food, mm-hmm. dating and everything is getting ridiculous because a I'm not taking them out. I'm, yeah. I'm not, I can't. I'm sorry. We'll just go home and, and chill. Who's going to go home and no, chill? No, but, 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 Netflix and chill. Bring Tom's her home and make her dinner. And pack. You know, like my mom could cook. Yeah. I could. I, yo, I'm not a chef like my brother, my mom, but I know how to cook. 
Bro, it's it's ridiculous. Let me tell I have an idea for you. Yeah. Matter of fact, if Tinder and Bumble is listening to this. Okay. Do you know how you go on Yelp? <laughs> yeah. You know how you go on the Yelp app and you, you get to choose restaurants based on one dollar sign, two dollar yeah. signs, three okay. or four? Yeah. Tinder and Bumble has to put what a girl puts. Ooh, Listen, I, I only <laughs> I'm cheap. I'm good. I'm good with I'm good with Denny's. I'm good with Fridays. Pat, you do not money, need to it'll take just me be, to... it'll be eggs. How many eggs? <laughs> how many <laughs> eggs? He's a five-egg guy. guy. That's I don't know. Hilarious. By the way, Listen, that would be the funniest thing if they did for so, one day on April amazing. Fool's. I'm a cheap day. If a girl's like, I got <laughs> no, low I'm standards, amazing. one drink gets me drunk. I'm going home with you. One That's glass of wine. You're my I'm kind done. of girl. That's you know, it. hold on. You're, 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 you're oh, a five God. egg kind of girl. I got yeah. egg 12 meter. drinks. Like, you know, like, uh, rotten tomatoes. Just by, the way, egg meter. by the way, I have a bone to pick with you. What? I have a straight up bone to pick with you. And this is part of the economy. Yeah. You, my friend, you were supposed to bring us some liver. Pat, I hey, hold on, yeah. bro. The guy's at barely the eating. I'm, I'm, I, I'm about to eat Tom's liver I, live. I, I know this is my I'm bone to pick starving. with you. At least you my promised us healthy. liver. The liver king was here. He had no shirt on, nipples okay. hard, smelled horrible. Okay. Boom! You're like, I got the liver. Blah, what blah, blah. The nipples now the economy. <laughs> just okay. you know, this right. little little listen. food for thought. And but mind you, the liver's not that expensive, even though the organic yeah. one. Uh, then okay, next next home tea podcast. I'm gonna bring it. But this is why I'm. I have a bone to pick with you because you're a man of your word. I'm done with my workout. And let me tell you what I can smell from a mile away. I've been gifted with a massive nose. The liver. I, can, I have this gift. <laughs> you like the Middle the Eastern yeah, nose. Yeah. I smell. I, I smell what's cooking out there. I, I smell. <laughs> right across the street, they just put the chicken on the. I'm, I'm, I smell. <laughs> can like you smell what PVD is Listen, cooking? I'm in the gym working out, and I start smelling liver. Swear like, to oh God. Oh, my God. I'm telling you. And I come in. Melva has put. She mm. does this once a month where she surprises me. Mm. Liver is sitting right there, and I like it raw cooked a little bit, like 30 Ooh. seconds, 20 seconds. And I eat this liver like as if I haven't blood. had a meal for years. <laughs> okay? <laughs> I mean, there's nothing. I don't know what else to do. This is not liver and onions. This is just Raw liver. Oh, guy. We know yeah, there's I mean, no onions involved. No, 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 no there's no. <laughs> We know there's no onions. Pat, you know, I know that your your nose is good. Uh, <clears throat> the, the, like he met me, we've hung out maybe twice. I walked into the building and my cologne is very like this. You know, it's me. Yeah. Pat goes, Vinny's here. Vinny, <laughs> and I was all, I was like, but you have you have a very good uh, scent. You're very. I don't play around. with No, it. no, you're good. And I can't tell you guys, but if you good. want to, message me on Instagram. So by the, the way, so girl has to choose. Would I rather have a guy that smells good, but the food we're gonna eat is gonna be cheaper? Or would I have a guy that has to put so much cologne because he smells so horrible, right. but he cooks well? Cooks I'm choosing number one. Uh, number I, one. 100%. So you're going to win 10 out of 10 100%. times. Anyways, okay, let's go to non-competes. Okay. We need some non-competes, right? So FTC proposal to ban non-compete clauses. Here we go. I love it when this starts this way. So FTC says proposal to ban non-compete clauses could boost pay by $300 billion a year. Now let's see who's saying this. Could boost $300 billion Per year. Okay. So the FTC has proposed a rule that would ban a non-compete clause in the United States. The rule would prevent uh, employers from uh, imposing clauses in contracts that prohibit employees from joining a competitor after leaving a company, typically for a set of period of time. Proponents of the rule argue that non-compete agreements contribute to wage stagnation by limiting the ability of workers to switch jobs to secure higher pay. Opponents argue that non-compete clauses facilitate retention and encourage companies to invest in training and promote employees especially in a tight labor market. The FTC estimates that this could boost wages by nearly $300 billion annually and expand career opportunities for approximately 30 million Americans. By the way, they have no clue if that does or not. The last part is purely propaganda saying they estimate that the rule could boost 
could boost $300 billion annually and expand career opportunities for approximately 30 million Americans. Tom, we know a lot about non-competes. You, you've been in the business space mm -hmm. for a long time. You know what this means. You know who, which state is the worst non-compete state, which is the state of California, mm -hmm. right? What are your thoughts on this non-compete proposal that they're given? Well, first of all, when a, when a government agency uses the phrase 30 million Americans, it's, it's so funny. You should just Google that and go back. Because remember Obama said, we have to do this for health care for the 30 million Americans who need coverage. Remember that? It's always 30 million Americans needing Where coverage. are these 30 million people they're talking where, about? I'd like to know where they are. Maybe they're talking about California because you know, it's exactly 30 million exactly people. Exactly California. It's, it's, all those, you know, it's all those fake statistics. Like when you, you hear that, you know, every 16 seconds a woman somewhere in the world is having a baby. And I'm like, well, then that's the girl you got to stop. So, Tom's hilarious. You just got to find her. Yeah. But whenever I see this stuff, I think about it. But let's talk about non-competes. This is just a headline, and this is being put out by the government, because let me tell you how non-competes really work. I work for you, whoever's listening here, and you don't want me, you want me to have a non-compete. So you say that if I leave, you know, that for two years I can't recruit anybody. Well, that's disruption. I can't do that. And for two years I can't tortiously interfere with any of your contracts, like steal your customers. Okay, well, that's already on the books. But this, if you want to keep somebody in non-compete, you have to pay them a little bit. We've seen this. We see it in financial services sector. You know, I'm going to give you half your salary for one year and one year. And then when that expires, you can go do something else. That's what a non-compete is. You know what they call it in the UK? It's called gardening leave. Well, he's on gardening leave, and it's built in to your contract that says if you're going to leave, they will pay you one year of your salary to be on gardening leave. Now, what that means is for one year, your brain is not being paid by a competitor. So it makes a gap between the time you leave to the time that your brain is working for somebody else. That's how non-competes work. Somebody in government seems to think that the non-competes prevent somebody from getting a higher paying job. No, it doesn't. I've had people tell me, you've had people tell you, what are you doing? I'm just waiting out a year and I'm taking this other job and I'm doing this. I got a really good job. It's a good opportunity and I'm waiting a year and I'm taking it. The, the, this is this is a nothing burger. You know, non-competes are built to protect a company, but you can't handcuff somebody from making a living in the United States. With a non-compete, there has to be consideration. And Pat, you and I have dealt with a lot of lawyers that say, well, what consideration are you willing to pay him for six months so that he sits it out, he or yeah. she, before <clears throat> they take the next job? You know, for me, I'll give it to you from a couple different perspectives. First of all, I don't think non-competes have any weight today anyways. Like, you know how sign an NDA. Okay, when's the last time an NDA carried any weight? You know how many NDAs I've had signed and people have, you know, flipped on the NDA? NCAs have some uh, uh, weight. They still carry some weight mm -hmm. in certain states, what but is, not necessarily non-compete is an NCA, oh, so non-compete yeah. agreement. So a non-compete carries some uh, uh, weight, but not an NDA. Here's a challenge. So the, the thing the market has to realize is the following. Here's what the market has to realize. <clears throat> you know how sometimes you go and you negotiate for something, and then when you get it, and you get in the car, and you're like, oh shit, I got what I wanted. <laughs> Mm -hmm. Why did I get what I wanted? What are the consequences of what I got? Could they, Man, he just sat there and he said yes to it? Holy moly. What is he going to do about this? Okay, cool. Let's process this together. Hey, uh, uh, Mr. Employer, 
if you don't give me a raise, I'm going to go to this other company and they're allowing me to work from home and they're paying me $40,000 more with a $20,000 signing bonus. But I'm telling you, if you give me a $20,000 signing bonus, $40,000 raise and allow me to work from home, I won't go anywhere. I'll still loyal to you. Mm-hmm. Many employers experienced that in 2021. What happened today? You know what's the first thing Bob Iger said yesterday? Go to Bob Iger and put four-day work week. Type in Bob Iger four-day work week, okay? Bob Iger yesterday, right there, just the top article, right there. Click on that. Bob Iger uh, 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 said, uh, yeah, Bob Iger just yesterday said, zoom in a little bit. Bob Iger yesterday said, everybody's got to return to work four days a week from the start of March. This is Disney. Woke, all of that stuff, it doesn't work, working from home, period. No, you're not more productive with a fridge there and the TV there and the video <laughs> game there. Stop trying to convince people. And all these HuffPo writers and all these journalists who all they do is write and you know do what they do, none of them actually know what you know, when they talk about how it's beneficial to work from home. No, it's not. Mm-hmm. I can tell you right now it's not beneficial for me to work from home, and I'm a pretty disciplined guy. Yesterday I'm trying to shoot a video from my office. Mm-hmm. I'm not even kidding with you. I turn off the light so everybody knows, and I have a big house so I can hide from everybody, yeah. and I still can't hide. First, Jimbo <laughs> comes by the window. Yeah, he knows. You know how long Jimbo will bark until I open the door? Ten minutes. So people on the Zoom are hearing Jimbo bark, so then I go tell Jimbo be quiet. It works for five minutes. Five minutes later, then Tico comes, hey, Dad, uh, I have a corn video I want to show you. So I have to watch his corn video with 27 minutes with this kid that oh made God. a corn video into a song. So then I tell Tico, that's funny. Then he leaves. Senna comes, hey, can I get in your lamp? Hi, Vinny. Yeah. Hi, Vinny. When are we going to make another video? Then I'm like, Senna, can you please leave? Then Jen comes back. Hey, babe, did you call me? Babe, I'm trying to shoot a video. What would you like to eat? Then she leaves. Then my dad then comes dad. back. Vladimir <laughs> Then I was okay. So then comes back. Hey, can, honestly, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to I'm gonna call Tikran oh right now. God. You know what time I, what time was our pump? What time was our prep for the podcast? 630? 630. What time was our prep, our prep for? Dude, I'm, you realize I'm doing this video. I'm calling Tikran right now so okay. Tikran knows, okay? okay. That's so. I, uh, let's are see. you literally calling Tikran? Tik, you're on the podcast. Tik, last night. You and I, yes. Karina comes and yes. says, let's schedule a one hour to do the video, right? Yes. Which I knew that was not going to work out. <laughs> so when you and I did that, we did the podcast prep. You and I got on at 6.30. Yep. Tico, yes. what time did you and I finish with everything last night? My time, not your time. Your time, it was 10.30, 10.45. This is supposed to be one hour because I'm sitting there. Everyone's interrupting. <laughs> By the way, if you don't know Tikran, he's one of the most incredible, special, greatest men in the world. Loved love by you, everybody. Yeah. Love you, Tiko. We love you, Tiko. Best player in the game. We Hi. love you, Tiko. Hey, give your president wife a uh, high from oh, us. Wow. Take care. Bye-bye, bye-bye. That's a high-value woman. Come in after this. and go liver. Bro, no, here's what I'm trying to tell you. Don't tell me you are more focused at your house. Yeah. And by the way, to the fools who bought it, <laughs> to the fools who were executives who bought this bullshit that was sold to them, it's like a six-year-old kid selling mommy and daddy who are 40 years old why it's okay for the six-year-old boy to be in a room with a six-year-old girl and close the door and nothing's going to happen. <laughs> exactly. What the hell did we do when we were that age? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we so so now for these people to say, well, not compete, it's because it's going to increase the economy by $300 billion. You know what the employer says? All right, cool. I already know visually what meetings are coming up. You know what the meeting is? I'm going to give you the visual. Tell me if you believe this or not. Okay. Here we go with the visual. 
Hey, Patrick, you know I love working with you. Mm. I love what you stand for. By the way, I'm giving the script for other people yeah, if yeah, they want to use it against yeah, me yeah, the next yeah. year. So they know that. <laughs> yeah, take, so, notes, hey, take notes, notes everybody. Awesome. I, it's been great. Team and employees. But I'm going to tell you, you know, I, I think I've earned the right to get a 50% raise. And if you don't give it to me, I'm going directly to the competitor because they've offered me three jobs to go to the direct competitor. And they feel the intel that I've learned from being here, all the strategies of how we come up with clips and how we cut them and how we do this and how we get sponsorship, all our contacts. I'm going to take it over to the competitor. But okay. if you pay me this, I will never betray you. Never. Because I'm a loyal type of a guy. <laughs> Why are you laughing? That script. Rob was going to use the script. Because <laughs> they lay it all out and then they go, by the way, I'm loyal. But and I'll stick around. Yeah. Yeah. You just got to pay me twice as much. Tell, but, but tell me how that doesn't sound realistic, though. It's, Think it's, about it. You guys are laughing. No, I'm telling you, I'm on the other side. I, right. like, I sit in front of some of these people and they use these scripts and I'm like, did you just tell me and you made a threat and then you told me you're, I'm you believe loyal. in loyalty? I'm loyal, yeah. So, so here's the point, guys. Go ahead and do it. Go for it. You know what all this means? For those who want the CEO and the executive to fully work on them and lock onto them and, hey, I'm going to be the next person and da-da-da-da-da, that CEO and that guy is sitting there saying, I'm looking for guys. I had an interview the other day for, for – I spoke to a very powerful person in America the other day, okay? And we're having this conversation. And the conversation came about this one person another very, very powerful person in the world. And he says, let me tell you about this one person. Everybody knows who, who you know, um, you know who this person, I'm just not saying the name, and don't say anything. I don't know. Okay. No, no, no. Adam, so, don't say it. Yeah, so I'm talking to this person, and the conversation goes about, well, listen, Patrick, obviously we've been following your work for years. He says, how important is loyalty to you? I said, very. He says, tell me the t names of people that you trust, 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 that you know you can talk openly. And I gave nine names. Me, business. me and Adam and Pat. Oh, oh for business. sure. Okay, you, right. But nine names I gave, right? And I give these nine names. And first name status, I'm giving these nine names. And he says, okay, so you understand the bigger you get, how much harder it is to trust people because of how many people backstab you. Yes. That guy's been backstabbed so many times that the bigger you get, it's harder to trust more people. And I totally agree with them. Mm -hmm. Now, here's the benefit. If a guy like that or me or somebody that's going to be growing businesses for many, many years takes a liking to you and starts working with you, there's a very high likely chance you're going to win. Mm -hmm. that, that's the, that's the uh, what, what factor, that's the X factor. When, when there is somebody behind closers, like, you know, for me, I'm not getting spiritual on you. But I'm convinced a lot of the things that happened to me, I'm convinced. I've read a book called David and Goliath. It says people who are close, who had a close call of dying, they feel they have a certain, you know, connection. Uh, uh, not connection, like you have certain favor, like you think you're supposed to do, you're destined, right? It's a very interesting way he explains it. But I think God's on my side, and I think God's on our side, and I think what we're doing is a necessary message that we have, and I think miracles happen, right? There's a very unique confidence that you have when you walk around knowing Somebody like that's got your back. You just walk different. You talk different. You process different. You do things in a different way when you know someone has it. Kids have that when they know who their dad is. Mm -hmm. You know, players do that when they have a coach. A coach does that when the owner's behind. There is a certain feeling. Now you want to take this approach. All you're doing is for the employees that are going to think about using this against the employer. Good luck to you. Good luck to what happens. And go in the marketplace and see if that strategy is going to work out. By the way, again, 
All this does, the stupidity of things like this, it creates a division between the employer and the employee. As if we don't already have enough division, let's add some more division between employer and employees and act like we're on the employee side. Keep doing that and see what happens. And you can only do this once, by the way. Yeah. You can only do that once. You know, if you pull this trick off and you get a little bit of money, they know you're not loyal you're probably not going to get a next promotion at the place you just extorted the raise from. Mm -hmm. And if you left anyway, you know, if you really did that with a new employer, if someone came to me, if I was a weak, let's say I was a weak minded, kind of a low ethics uh, competitor, and I'm welcoming a salesperson to bring in all these you know, contacts that came from the other company or something or, or, or information they really shouldn't have brought in my door. Do I trust him? No, because I can set my watch it means someday he's going to do that to me for his next job. So it, it doesn't work this way. You're absolutely right, Pat. It doesn't work. You, you, you get marked. You pull it off once, you're still a marked person. Because you respect honesty. Like you, You'd rather have somebody walk in, not with all this gimmick bullshit, and just be like, Pat. Like even if, and even if they got emotion, like, Pat. I need this raise. Eggs are <laughs> nine fucking dollars for a dozen, and I have a date coming over. She wants comedy. an omelet. That, she wants an omelet. That would actually like, work. That, that would, would work. Pat, you'd respect I would that say, guy better. You know what, Vinny? I want to cook for you. You come in the back. She's sit a doggone vegan. I'll serve you. What, what would you like? Take a bottle. I'll bring you dozens of eggs. Just take it home with Dad, me. I love I'm you. Gay. I was going to do this whole gimmick bullshit about <laughs> staying home <laughs> bullshit. Another by, job. There's by the no way, job. here's a skit. Do a skit and say, yeah. hey, girl, I'm going to take you to a place tonight. Yeah. We're going to go to a nice. We should make a video. Literally, okay, okay, yeah. Timmy Comedy. And you take her and you show eggs. dozens of eggs. You hear that in the background? Dozens of eggs in the oh, background. Dude. Oh, dude. And she it's says, oh, my girl. God. Surprise. This guy's loaded. And she calls her girlfriend. You will not believe. We're having dinner. I look at the back by the kitchen. What? He had 10 dozen eggs. Shut this guy's loaded. Shut up. Wait, wait. Hold you on. Make that Orga organic? You should make that Holy <laughs> shit. Make Marriage. That oh That's hilarious. Hey, can we finish this one real quick? Yeah. Yes. Hey, go back, to, uh, go back to the Iger thing. That's so funny. Bro. Because what's it's all. All come home to ruse. Tim Armstrong, who was CEO of all Verizon Media. If I had one piece of, by the way, think about this. This is 18 months later, Pat. Remember, you know, work from home, help the workers. They're going to give you the same thing. They're going to be doing all this stuff, right? Tim Armstrong, if I have one piece of advice for you young people in your 30s, go back to work. Get in the office. You can't build meaningful, constructive relationships with your counterparts through Zoom. As a result, you're going to miss out on personal development and promotion opportunities. They come to the office when they want to raise. They come to the office when they want a promotion. Then I ask them, how have you engaged with your coworkers? How have you developed? No answer. Now, let's go Go back down here, third paragraph for Iger, because it's all coming back. Bob Iger, as you've heard me say many times, creativity is the heart and soul of who we are and what we do at Disney. And in a creative business like ours, nothing can replace the ability to connect, observe, and create with peers that comes from physically being together, nor the opportunity to grow professionally by learning from leaders and mentors. 18 months later, Pat, remember the war, there was a war on business and a war on, hey, let them work from home. It won't hurt your productivity. Oh, it's complete BS. It's all coming back. But by the way, you know, you know what's crazy is I, i'm a extremely skeptical paranoid i'm you know when i mean like in business that's kind of like you the military not, not necessarily but you know you're I mean, very but you're joking that's tom sarcasm mm -hmm. but you know when you when you have the life i've lived and you're kind of in the situations i've been 
you kind of sitting there saying, what's going on over here? In the middle of COVID, you're listening to everybody, and there's one side on your you know, shoulder. You got the one guy and the other guy. One guy's like, you got to take the shot. You're an idiot if you don't. Another guy's saying, dude, we don't know what we're doing, right? In the middle of COVID, when they said, well, let, you got to let everybody work from home. What are you? That's unfair. Why are you being such an old school? You sound like an 80-year-old CEO from the 60s. Mm-hmm. Let people work from home. These millennials, you need to learn from them. Liberate and, them. Yeah. And the other side is like, no, 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 no. don't buy into it. You're, saying, you're being too tough on your kids. Your kids are too, 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 tough, too tough on these guys. And the other side, no, shit, look at the life. They got an easy life. Mm-hmm. Hey, you're being unfair with the standards you're creating. Loosen up a little bit. No, that's what great leaders do. This too, the hardest part is when you're in the thick of things. Mm-hmm. When everybody's telling you to go work from home, and I'm on board calls, and on these board calls, well, Patrick, maybe maybe you're not being fair. Maybe you ought to consider what these younger people are asking for. Da, da, da. Hey, maybe you're not being responsible enough. You should send somebody to everybody's office and offer free vaccine to everybody. That's a board call I had. Tom, you were on that call. Maybe you should send them. Hey, maybe you're, these, in these moments when you're, you're sitting there and you're making a decision and you walk away, you could be wrong. Mm-hmm. It's in those moments that the trust in you goes higher where you have to trust yourself. This doesn't mean you're going to be 100% right all the time. Yep. But some of this is common sense. Of course. And it's so hard to lean on common sense while 90% of people who have fancy degrees who are more educated than you are selling you a story that when you're by yourself, you're saying, maybe that guy's smarter than me. Maybe they're right. Maybe that it's in those moments that you realize pa- how strong Pat, your can you do me a favor? Are. What was the tone of the voice of the board call? How did you do By that? It wasn't me speaking. No, no, no. I was, no, I was, no, no, hold on. Because this person I was, was like, shaking my head. Pat, how, just what, was like it, Pat what was your tone? Like, what was your tone? First of all, if I do the voice, yeah. I'm not going to do the voice because people but, will know who I'm guess talking. What? I, are they from yeah. California? I'm not going to tell oh, yeah, you. Okay, but, don't but, tell me, but yeah. just from the yeah. day and the, that, yeah. that tone, that's yeah. a California thing. Well, it's the only two places, California or New York. Okay, that's a Cali voice. But the point is, and by the way, the people who said that to me, yeah. I love those guys. Of course you do. FYI, without those guys, we don't create the valuation and the business right. that we build. I'm yeah. telling you here right now. I believe now. it. But in those moments, it's tough to How do you make your decision? So question back. What, is this something from inside you? From What makes you go, you no. know what? I'm going to do my own thing. I get what. Thanks for the advice. Bro, but- here's the thing. The, you know, the whole... Think about, like, you know, some, some people are sending me messages about Jordan Peterson. What do you think is going on with Jordan Peterson? We'll talk about his story mm-hmm. right now as well. What do you think about what's going on with Tate? What do you think what's going on with this? What do you think what's going on with that? He, here's, here's what I do know. Any one of us who think we're right 100% of the time, you're a fool. Of course. Any one of us who think we know it all, all the time, about all things, you're a fool. Okay? There's nothing attractive about that human being. Okay? And by the way, we all are tempted to feel that way, and the cause of that is when people around you tell you how amazing you are is because you don't sit with opposition, okay? The problem when you don't sit with opposition and you only sit with people that think you're so amazing, you're you're like, hey, you know how much hate I got for having Reza Aslan on? Really? You, oh, I can imagine. Oh, my God. Do you know how many people tweeted at me? Called, I had a call last night saying, why would you have Reza Aslan? I'm like, dude, what's one of my favorite podcasts? Yeah. Why, why would you have, you know, uh, uh, Kyle Kulinski on? I freaking had a blast with the guy. B- because you're finding leaks, right? So you're asking a question to me. Dude, there's been many times I've made a decision and I've been wrong and I had to learn, okay? 
But in certain decisions that has to do with values and principles, I'm not compromising. You stay right on your – you, you, you keep the course. Stay no, the course. because my loyalty is the, to the people that, that bought into the vision when we sold uh, the company, like what we're going to do one day. When I sold them 13 and a half years ago, my loyalty is to those people. Mm-hmm. There is no what we're doing today without those guys at the beginning. Zero. My goal was to make sure all of those guys became financially free. Palio today just bought a $3 million house in Austin, got a beautiful wife, beautiful junior, beautiful kid, beautiful family, very happy in Austin. Gaetan just bought a two-and-a-half-something million-dollar house in Houston, drives a nice car, kids go to great private schools. He's an incredible father. Mom's an incredible mother. They have three boys. Seeing what happened with Rodolfo and Ceci Vargas, incredible life. They're living in a beautiful home. You know, few million dollars in a the bank. They've saved. They've done. This guy was a guy that worked uh, loss prevention at Sears. Wow! And uh, he went back to El Salvador to get married. Seen what's happened with Matt Sapalo, who just bought a three million dollar home in Dallas, Texas. Beautiful basketball tennis court, stairs of like the Tony Montana type of stairs yeah, yeah. when you come walking. And they're living an incredible life. They're both leaders. I owe it to them because without them, we don't have what we have. But exactly, I'm the leader. Yep. And my 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 the pressure isn't for me to be right 100 percent of the time. The pressure is, I may be wrong, but I'm okay with that. Mm-hmm. But I don't compromise values and principles. And I, I, I don't think neither should the rest of us. No matter how great the argument may make, you should always leave and out to say, guys, we could be wrong. The whole chan- problem with COVID was what? All they said is they're 100% right. Yep. right. And others are 100% wrong. That's just, that's just not cool to do that. Okay, yeah. so I'm not sitting here trying to tell you how amazing we did all this other stuff. Believe yeah. me, I can tell you 50 different mistakes I made. Yeah, but I'm okay with that. Mm-hmm. But I'm not compromising values and principles. I respect those that. are the things that we have to work on. Again, if you do in the past, when you do, because we are tempted, we're all sinners, we all make mistakes. You're typically going to get yourself in trouble. It's just not necessary. Life is as you age, and you make money, and you've had incredible experiences. Man, there's so much. There's not a lot of more valuable things than great relationships of people that strengthen you, that challenge you, and you enjoy hanging out with them. You can put your feet up and just relax and not give a shit and just talk about life and watch. And Hey, what are your favorite singers? What's your favorite sports? Let's debate this. Let's play dominoes. Let's play spades. I just played spades the other day with Ella Suazo, with Jamie Musgrove, with Ote, Ruben Ote, Tikran Beckian, and Maurice Hansberry. One's from uh, uh, New Orleans, Ellis, very handsome guy. One, Maurice Tansbury, love that guy. He's from Chicago. Uh, I think he's from a different place, but ended up in Chicago. And then Jamie Musgrove from Memphis, Sable Ote from Memphis, and then Tikran's from Armenia, right? Yeah. Armenian guy. Two Armenian guys whooped on him <laughs> yes. proudly. Yeah. And they came and said, y'all don't know how to play spades. Really? Okay. You must not have a clue who I spend most of my life with. Yeah. We sat down, we played spades. The only person I gotta give credit to. It's very uncomfortable to do this. Huh. Jamie Musgrove is legit. He's she's, good. She's, she's good. I'm, but by the way, cut this part. I don't want. I want don't, you to cut this clip. Yeah. I don't want her Malik, to get that kind of a recognition. No, no, I'm cut just kidding. Out. Jamie's legit when it comes down to spades. It's okay to play against Ellis, and he's good. It's okay to play against Hansberry or Ote. They're good. If Jamie says let's play spades for money, run. Don't take play. your money. Mm-hmm. Run. Put away your credit card. Take away your app with Apple. She's good. But again, we started playing cards at 10 o'clock that night. Tom and I left at 3.30 at night in the morning, okay? For five and a half hours, all we did is play cards, talk shit, have a cigar outside Fort Lauderdale on the water with a house with Manashina Sapala. Chilling. I mean, you couldn't pick that that, that right there. Is that worth $100,000? Is that worth a half a million dollars? To me, that's priceless. Life is about those moments, those relationships where you ought to value that. 
And uh, if you can do that and make money and make history and make a difference and do something that's never been done before, now you're part of the lucky, 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 really very, lucky. very, very, very yeah. few. Yep. That's cool to be a part of that. Anyways, I don't know how the hell we got into space. I, I but know. I just really wanted to call out Ellis and uh, that's all, I think that's you, what you, you had an agenda. Yeah, there was. No, no. There was an agenda. We were, we were I'm showing my flaws, my weaknesses. I cannot believe no, that it. That was a call out. It was yeah. work from home. You make mistakes. You learn from mistakes. You need to but be authentic. But we beat you. <laughs> but, we, and then, <laughs> but you lost. But what is never a mistake is investing in your people and playing cards until 3 a.m. Those yeah. are those are good memories. Okay, let's go to let's go to the next story. Do we want to do Rolls Royce? Let's just get that knocked out of the way. By the way, just for some of you guys that buy Rolls Royces for a living, uh, Rolls Royce went and had their biggest year ever. Rolls Royce heralds momentous year as car sales exceed six thousand for the first time. Um, uh, for the first time in 118 year history, the company saw particularly strong. Year-on-year growth in the Middle East, Asia-Pacific, and U.S. and Europe in 2022 with a single-digit drop in sales in greater China. Interesting. So China bought fewer Rolls-Royce. Everybody else bought more, which was successfully counterbalanced by increased sales in other markets. Some 6,021 cars were delivered to customers last year, an increase of 8% from 2021 with demand for all models remaining exceptionally strong and advanced orders secured. Far into 2023, the value of uh, bespoke. Uh, bespoke uh, commissions also reached record level highs with clients willing to pay around a half a million dollar, half a million euros for a unique Rolls Royce. Mm-hmm. Adam, what are the chances of you one day owning a Rolls Royce? Well, thank you for teeing that up. You know, I was talking to my Rolls Royce dealers that I, dealers that I deal with. Wait, plural, I, I, right? Multiple, plural? Multiple. Right, multiple. You know, I've got a couple. I'm vetting them yeah. just to make sure I'm getting the best deal on the Rolls Royce. Tell them I said hello about yeah, Tell well, John I said hi. Well, I, I will say that, you know, my Royce... They're Rolls, probably mostly Rolls, Middle Eastern. 100%. Yeah. My Rolls Royce dealers know your Rolex dealers. They're in communication. Yeah. They're trying Let's to do a two-for-one deal. Uh, I don't know what percentage of the world is even looking into buying a Rolls Royce. 6,021 of them. Yeah, okay. So a, 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 Out of 8 billion. Out of 8 billion, yeah. This is a very small market. But I guess w- where I'm going with this is we just read the article about if w- whether it's a Rolex or an Audemars Piquet or what's our other AP. friend? Uh, yeah, 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 all the Or uh, Philippe Pertier. You know, you, you know it's expensive when you start <laughs> talking like this, <laughs> yes, and that's not it, even your accent. All I, of a sudden, I'm talking about I'm that. Rich. Uh, Philippe Pertier, uh, yeah. out of nowhere. Yeah. But like... The first things to go are your wants, right? Like you talked about whether it's watches, anything with a motor, cars, uh, you know, boats, motorcycles, all that. So I guess I'm, my question is I'm grappling with if all these wants are going down, luxury goods, why are Rolls Royce going up? Because my guess is the rich have gotten richer, the poor have gotten right. poorer. Like you could be a paycheck to paycheck guy. You can make 100 grand a year. And you're like, you know what? I kind of want that freaking Ro- uh, that Rolex. Mm-hmm. And you'll spend some money on a watch. You ain't doing that with a Rolls Royce. No. Rolls Royce is for the elite of the elite of the elite of the elite. It comes with the driver. Yes, exactly. You know what I mean? <laughs> so right now I'm just negotiating with my two or three uh, Rolls Royce dealers and just seeing what I can come up yeah. with right now. But now's a good time to... Uh, to find these luxury assets on a good uh, Tom, a good do you agree deal. with them? The fact that the, to the rich, you know, by the way, I just did a number right now. If a person bought a Rolls Royce yesterday, 6,021 of them sold. We got 8 million people. You ever heard that song, you're one in a million? You're one in a million. million. You're officially one in 1.328682 million people mm-hmm. that bought a Rolls Royce. The lottery. How much is a Rolls Royce? How many half hundred a million? Grand? Half, yeah, a million. Half, half a million. million. Yeah. Half a million. Bucks. Like how Pat just spits like, that like number like out The Phantoms? That's the world. Ro- the, the Phantom's Phantom? going to be six fifty. It's more expensive. Dawn is going to be four hundred grand. A Ghost is going to be three three fifty. Drophead. You're dropped. You're mm-hmm. looking at anywhere between three fifty to seven hundred thousand. How much is that right there? How much is a Maybach? Oh, f- 
Maybach, Maybach. is about three hundred thousand dollars. Well, oh, oh, by the way, what? congratulations on the new car I just saw sitting yeah. out there. Yeah, I, I love that. Tell car. me about Pat, that car. Pat, but so you got rid of one car to get this one? No, got, I didn't get rid of it. The uh, other one is in the garage. You just just sleeping. It's yeah, chilling. I just trying to get rid, rid of, of it. it. But this one, the Porsche Turbo S, it's sick. Cabriolet. Oh my god! Ridiculous. I am in love. So you're not getting. I'm rid- not even kidding with you. I'm in love. That's sick. Now, yeah, I mean, it's zero to sixty two point two seconds. Comfortable. Comfortable. It's big, it's big yeah. inside. You have to sit in it. I can't. To, yeah. I'm, I'm going to take Because it's small from the outside. No? Yeah, so we're, we're having I'm going to take you. Yeah. You're going to see how it goes. You have a deal. You're, you're going to sit there and you're going to say, holy shit. You'll see when it flies. It's, it's an amazing and so, drive. so bad. When you drive a car that's worth, okay, that's a really, that's a house. Four hundred sixty thousand yeah. dollars, literally. Like somebody's driving that for you. You're not yeah. people. I don't see that many people that that. If that's your car, because bro, any dink, any anything, that's like a car. Like you have to pay like how much? Ten thousand? So anything on any damage under this? Your rims, your everything? It's ridiculous. First isn't of all, it? when I when I had the dawn, I had a flat tire. Tom, you can correct me if I'm exaggerating. Okay. <laughs> Over a two-year period, I drove it every day. Yeah. How many flat tires did I have? Honestly. In two years? In two years. What? Two of them or? Two of them per month? Oh, so you weren't, you, 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 you called Jen right now. No, I remember asked- the, but I remember the first one where you call the number. You suddenly hear helicopters overhead. <laughs> Guys are all, dropping down on ropes and they're suddenly changing the Changing your tire and apologizing. I had I probably had twelve flat tires in two years with the oh, Rolls Royce. That's why. What's but let me tell you what tire? happened. Here's what? what would happen. They come, they pick it up, they go change the tires. No one bitches. They bring it back to you. That's the, it. The service is ridiculous. Well, oh. I would hope you get that type of service. Well, you're spending a half a million you don't dollars. Don't get on a that service with Mercedes. Oh no you, way. You don't get that's, that service with Mercedes, and you can spend a couple hundred thousand dollars. No, no, but that's still. Yeah. But you get the service with them. The level of details, like the the leather they use inside, is with cows who have never had mosquito bites. What? Are you joking? No, no, I'm telling you. Oh my god! No, no, I'm telling you. Like the 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 stuff, the story. When you see the story behind what they do, the floor mats are real wool. Yeah, like the. the, the, By the way, the hand, like the the what do you call a steering Steering wheel? wheel? The leather on the steering wheel. It's like only four people in the world that sew all of them Mm -hmm. on, and the way they do it's like. The more and more you hear those stories, everything is like hand, the, the, the clock in the middle, the watch in the middle. The, the level of ingenuity yes. and detail to att- attention on to a detail Forget on the rolls is ridiculous. Gotcha. So just don't go to a Rolls Royce dealership because yeah. when they start talking to you like this, you literally, all you're like, you are going to buy a Rolls Royce. I don't. You I can't, love yeah. Rolls Royce. I can't afford <laughs> you will max I can't, out your yeah. credit cards and I, get a Rolls Royce. I don't care if eggs are expensive. <laughs> Rolls Royce is cheap. That's what they're going to do to you. And you're like, oh, shit, Ma, I got a Rolls. <laughs> I should buy a Rolls. <laughs> I don't know. Not, yeah. But I got it. It's on well, dad's credit. It's on yeah. mom's credit. On the on the inner uh, of the Rolls Royce, on the dashboard, you know, they have the, the, the yeah. clock. It's a very fancy clock. It's actually built from human skin that has never had a mosquito bite. It's wow. crazy. Oh, that stop. is never- insane. Okay. You can, no. But by the way, here's a little tip to save that money. If you're gonna, if you're interested in a Rolls Royce, here's what you do: you go to the car dealership, you go, you go right up to the dealer, and you say, "Show me where the Chrysler 300s are." Yeah. You go buy that. Same car. You go steal the Rolls Royce uh, insignia off Pat's car. Yeah. You you glue that on. Yeah. You take your girl not to a, a hot date restaurant. You take her to Publix. Publix gets now we're saving that freaking money. Look at here. that, dude. That's we're driving Chrysler a- 300s. We're not driving Rolls's. We're not eating time. out at the fancy restaurants. We're saving money on that's- eggs. 
This is your game plan for 2023, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, I think this that- is good. I'll tell you why I think it's good. Because there's a lot of people that are taking pride in their work who will never own a Rolls Royce that are building them and have jobs at that company. Mm, yeah. And Get back to the biz, Doug. No, no. Business. I mean, you, people say, oh, the rich are getting richer. Yeah, but they're buying things that are built by other people who have a really good job doing that. So I kind of look at it as... Like, as net benefit because there's there's there are four or five people that make whatever they make a year that are sewing leather and are doing leather selection and everything. What do you do? I do leather selection for Rolls Royce, so it's perfect. Yeah. That's a car. Uh, by the way, once and every podcast, I try to give the BizDoc shout out for when he hits nail on the head. That's Boom. The one. Here we go. If you hate rich people, listen to what Tom just said. For all those 6,000 people that are buying Rolls Royces out there, how many jobs has this created? Whether you're doing the leather and the wheels and the steering wheel, all this stuff. Or you're selling one in Miami. Uh, jobs are being created because rich people want luxury bro, can you, do you, can, guys, you know, This is totally random, but that's how my brain works. Do you think those Rolls Royce cows know that they're like, guys, <laughs> first of all, zero mosquitoes, number <laughs> one. And Pat, and Pat, number two, ready for this? Because all the other ones are going to die and go to whatever. Yeah. And they're like, guys, when I die, I'm going to be seats. And a steering wheel. In you guys Rolls are going to be boots on some idiot. Enjoy on- your McDonald's patty. Yeah. Vinny, I tell you, one of the greatest salesmen. I appreciate it so much. One time, yeah. myself, Jennifer, uh, Steve, and Talin, we go to a restaurant in San Francisco called Alexander. Something yeah. like Alexander Steakhouse. Yeah. Can you type in Alexander Steakhouse? And where is it? Where is this? It's in San Francisco. I, I've heard of that. I've heard I, of that. Yeah. So, so we go to this restaurant, and a waiter says, would you like to hear about our special beef and steak that we have? Of course. Mm-hmm. I said, yeah, I'd love to. Mr. Jones will explain it to you. <laughs> Another guy has to come. So guy with a British accent and whatever. His main name may be something else, but he shows up. Fake accent, by <laughs> the and, way. And by the way, just looking like money. <laughs> yeah. And he starts explaining the steak that they have from Australia. He's, I said, how much is this? He says, 12 ounce, $400. I said, 12 ounce, $400? I said, yeah. I said, okay, sell it to me. Okay. So me and Steve are like, dude, we have to try this. Sell me this pen. <laughs> so he says, what's your name? here's what's so special about this beef. Number one. It's been listening to classical music my entire <laughs> life. I, I'm telling you, it's been listening to Mozart classical only for this music cow. its entire life. <laughs> Beethoven, Headful? Mozart only. Oh, it has the best kind of beer every day. Oh my! Okay, God. yep. It gets massages wow. every day. Mm-hmm. Zero mosquito bites. You are possibly eating the best meat, beef you'll ever eat in your entire life. It melts in your mouth like ice cream. So I said, either this guy's full of shit, <laughs> or I want it. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we order it, okay? No joke. It shows up. I'm getting hungry just thinking oh about it. Oh, my God. I just I'm messed starving, myself dude. up. I'm hungry. Look at it. Look at it. So I, I oh. cut the meat. Why'd you do that? That was like two teeth. So I cut the meat. Vinny, you know what happens? The meat, the meat falls, and you know how it jiggles oh, yeah. like jello? No. It's still jiggling for like five <laughs> seconds. It's so good. I put it in my mouth when I eat this steak, take a bite out of it. Ugh, you... F- I had a moment with God. It was a no. spiritual moment. Like you, you heard Mozart. Vinny, it was so good. It was insane. That's oh. how good it was. Steve eats it. He has a similar reaction. Yeah. So, you know, a part of this is the story yeah. where it's kind of like the audience is sitting there saying, I don't know if you're full of shit or not, but yeah. I want it. Yeah. And part of it is if it delivers, man, kudos yeah. to you. This thing delivered. So, 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 and let me ask you a question just, just really, really fast. Co- being a cow wife, yeah. would you rather be the cow that's pampered and massage and beer, but you're going to die? Or would you rather be the guy that just is in that room just like, it's coming? Because the other guys, the one cow is like, they're never going to do anything crazy to me. I'm going to live forever. 
but he knows he doesn't know that he's gonna die. The other ones are just like they just go up to him and just, and you can feel it. In, like you said, they're not listening to music. They're listening to the people hicks and people talking in the back and yelling and stuff like that. So just nice and calm life and yeah. makes you mm-hmm. relaxed and the meat taste. Well, that, that cowboy accent in Australia yeah. sounds fantastic. Sounds good, huh, brother? L- little advice for you, buddy. Yeah. Vinny, this is a rule of thumb. Do, doing your dating and right. everything that you're doing. Yeah. Why buy the cow if you get the milk for free? Uh, that's right. what I'm Just saying, saying brother. Why would you? Well, I have no idea. Go ahead and milk that thing. That, oh, All right, let's go to the next story. There's a rule this of thumb, Vinny, about Royce. steak and eggs. Go Remember? ahead, brother. Go ahead. The chicken's involved, but the cow's committed. You <laughs> exactly. That's hilarious. All right, so let's go to the next one. Do we want to do business like or do we want to do a little pilot? Let's go to Kevin McCarthy. Let's go yeah. to Kevin McCarthy. All night when it was announced, Adam was texting me. He was so fired up. So Kevin McCarthy elected Speaker of the House, ending days of Republican chaos and division in Washington. Insider story. Kevin McCarthy was selected as the Speaker of the House. After a lengthy and chaotic selection process that took place over several days, McCarthy secured the position after 15 ballots in the early hours of the fifth day of uh, voting. He was able to win over more than a dozen votes on Friday, giving him the necessary support to become Speaker. McCarthy's victory came after a series of events on the House floor, including a confrontation between two representatives and a last-minute effort by McCarthy to secure support. The Speaker of the House is second in line of presidential Succession, Adam. What are your thoughts when you saw this? Did you see how many times it took for him to get elected? Because no, breaking news, he got he he is he, now he, officially he's the a speaker, speaker of the house. house. Yeah, you do realize that the speaker of the house, uh, third in line for the presidency. Mm-hmm. This ain't no little small task. Yeah. He just took Nancy Pelosi's job. By the way, if you, I know we have a massive audience, all four of you that are huge fans of uh, Nancy, Nancy Pelosi. Pelosi. She is no longer the speaker of the house. the The house minority leader is now. Uh, Hakeem Jeffries out, out of uh, New York, I New believe. York. Yep. But th- I think this was a big deal. This was something that, if you like soap operas, you know, get a load of this. You saw what happened with Matt Gates, and he tried to yeah, was, yell at him. Drama. And then, was, and then the other guy showed cards. up. He tell you, it, yeah, it was House and of just, Cards. You know how they said like you don't don't watch the sausage get made. You know, Pat, you say something all the time about like uh, the relationship we have with our parents. I'm gonna try to use a metaphor with politicians. You say when you're young, you idolize your parents, right? And then um, when, as you get older, teenager, you kind of villainize your parents, right? But then as, as, as you become an adult, you tend to humanize your parent. I, I kind of look at that with politics, especially with Trump and everything that happened with him is you're either like idolizing Trump, right? Or anyone in, in the Trump camp, uh, or you're villainizing Trump. And what I did at, at genuinely with Kevin McCarthy was I wasn't trying to idolize him. I'm not a fan. I'm not trying to villainize him. I, he's an American. I, I'm not anti-establishment. I'm not anti-Kevin McCarthy. I just genuinely tried to humanize Kevin McCarthy. And I actually listened to his speech. Did you listen to his speech, by the way, when he became Speaker of the House after two days of no, 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 he was no. Still, he was still... His speech was fantastic. It was moving. It was powerful. It was real. You know, he's got people on the left that obviously don't like him. He's got people on the far right that probably like like him even less. You know, the Freedom Caucus, everything, you know, the Matt Gates of the world, the Lauren Boberts of the world, Marjorie Taylor Greene. But I actually just tried to humanize Kevin McCarthy. And, you know, the knock on him is he's just like establishment swamp creature. Well, he raised $300 yeah. million. Dollars. But I actually listened to his speech. And when I tell you, I was like genuinely moved when he started talking about Lincoln. And I'm sure there's an element of like, you know, diplomacy and being a politician and just kind of just. But I actually just tried to humanize him for a second. And what he said was sometimes when he's all alone, 
in this chamber. He'll go stand where Lincoln used to stand in the back of the room and just sit there and watch everything. I do it all by myself. And this was the worst time in American history, Civil War. And, you know, he just he just kind of got in the moment. And I just went with it for a second. And man, it was powerful. And I'm not, I'm not a Kevin McCarthy fan. I don't know. Yeah, anything, but good for him. I think as an American, yeah. we're rooting for our politicians to just get this shit together figure it out if we learned anything from the midterms it's like we don't want the fringe element whether it's on the left or the right running the government well here's the yep. challenge here's what happened i'll give you my my yeah. take and then tom Vinny, i want to hear what yeah. you guys got to say uh is the, the challenge you saw between him and everybody else was a couple different things remember day after january 6 he got up and he says the president have to do this with a mask on kevin mccarthy called that trump hardcore mm -hmm. day after january 6 i think it's seventh or eighth when he did that you're saying he, two years ago two years ago Correct. yeah and and yeah. behind closed doors he's been saying a lot of stuff about a lot of different people and and people have a memory on what's been said and so what happens when you're wanting this position and some people wanted jim jordan and who he's a guy that's a tough, strong guy that's not afraid of going after them. The only thing that he's got on himself is the fact that he took money from Google. But mm -hmm. a lot of these guys took money from Google. Here's what happened with this guy. He thought, McCarthy, he mm -hmm. thought two months ago, three months ago, this shit's going to be a red wave. I don't need any of Trump's people. Yep. Zero. I don't care what they have to say, whatever, Matt Gates or this or this or that or Marjorie you know, Green-Taylor and... I, I don't go, have to, sir. I don't have to hear over. nothing because it's going to be such a big red wave. The day it wasn't a red wave, of course, well, some say it was the worst day for Trump. Fine. But you know what a lot of people will say? It was the worst day for McCarthy. Because the moment that happened, McCarthy sat there and said, holy shit, I got to go beg these guys <laughs> and know. I got to make deals. If it was a red wave, he wouldn't have to make deals with nobody. Mm -hmm. So these guys went there. You know what's one of the asks that they had? The whole negotiation, why he went so many different rounds. You know, one of the asks was that every, t term limits. Mm. One of the asks was term limits. Guess who doesn't want term limits? Any the, of them. The, <laughs> no shit. the establishment house. Of course. The guys that have been doing it for 20, 30 years, they don't want to freaking agree on term limits. He wants to put term limits. McCarthy so, does. No, 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 not McCarthy does. Gates and those guys are uh, pushing for term the limits. Freedom so, guys. Yeah, the Freedom Caucus guy. The younger so, guy. So, yeah. yeah, the younger guy. So for me, Listen, I think who came out of it strong, and I know this is going to be weird because Bill O'Reilly is like, Matt Gates is going to pay price for this in the next two, three, four, five years, and he's going to do this. Bill O'Reilly may be right. Everybody may be right. We don't know the whole story. What is evident is that no matter how much people try to say about the, the Trump camp, they did not win the red wave, and it hurt guys like him. He has to still figure out a way to have a relationship with Trump in the, in the interim uh, a lot of this stuff is taking place right now where these guys got to figure out a way to get along. You saw him the next day where Matt Gates is like, well, you know, I just want to say we are very happy and everything's going to, you know, we are, we're going to be working together. We're going to be unified. We have to get this thing done. We have to do this. We have to do that. He says, look, six weeks, people took six weeks off at the house. What's the big deal between us finishing it up on Tuesday versus Friday and going four more days? There's nothing wrong with it. You guys took six weeks off. Yeah. You mean to tell me you can't wait four more days? So it did look like the Republicans were divided publicly. Uh, and then, you know, maybe they're going to figure out a way to work together. But this isn't about Republicans and Democrats, Adam. This is my opinion. This is about the guys that are part of the club who have been in this club for 20-plus years. 
and it's the new guys coming up that are actually doing this who have a little bit of real vision and stuff that they really want to do versus the other guys are like, oh, shut up with your you love America. America's the greatest country in the world. Be quiet. Let us do insider trading. Let us do this. Let us do that. The guys that have been on for 20 years cannot stand the newer guys because they're making them work. They never like the newer guys that make the older guys. They're like work, the squad. So. They're like the squad. squad. They're like the squad. Yeah. But you yeah, know the squad. Yeah. They've right. seen all those guys. Those, that, those guys are knowing to Democrats. Hundred. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Exa- that's so. That's their equivalent. Great but, example. But that's exactly what it is, Pat. You said the Matt Gates and all these people. And from what I saw, Adam, it was just like the Republican Party. You guys won. You guys don't got your shit together. And I get it. There's all Trump and this, but it's like you, uh, a, a Democrat, kind of was in the running to get the the Speaker of the House. Like, what do you? What are you guys doing? You have this great opportunity, just like you said. Get to what the hell's going on? Like this is a moment where everybody could show, like working together, that unity stuff. But like you said, to get those right, to get those establishment people out, bro. They're you're not gonna budge. Those people aren't moving, bro. Mm-hmm. They but, set the rules so that they can have that forever. If you, I don't know if you you watch. I'm pretty sure Adam, some of those judiciary yeah. hearings where like Chuck Grassley, they they look like they're 105 years old. Well, Chuck Grassley is literally he's 100, he is 105 <laughs> years yeah, old. Yeah. And it's like, bro, those people are making decisions. The Joe Biden's, these people, they're yeah. making decisions, bro. And I love my mother to death. She's 75. When I talk to my mother, you could tell and she's doing fantastic. Mm-hmm. That's not somebody that I would be like, mom, make a decision on. She's out of the loop. When somebody's 80 some years old and whatever, you're we're giving 90 Chuck Grassley them, you're making decisions for right now. I just mm-hmm. don't trust you. And yeah, there's people whispering in their ears, but come on, man, we need that real change. That's what that's what the real change is. Let the younger people come in there. Let, just like you say it all the time, Adam. Put a 45 year old president in there. Would love Can to we see, see that. that guy? And just going off of that, Adam, I'm I'm dead serious. This week I'm doing the Gavin Newsom pre bet in Vegas. I'm not even joking. That guy, because he just did something too, Pat. He just. He's doing something presidential. He just made a comment, Rob, where he said so, he just said something. That he got controversial stuff about. What's that? I don't. I don't know what it was. I think it was yesterday. He said something about California, something controversial, and they're like, "That's the that's the candidate." There was like three different news outlets, including Fox. They're like, well, "He's going to be." The, they just said Biden's about to come out and yeah, announce his I, candidacy he's that gonna, he's running. He's announced his but, run, but he ain't going to run. It's so it's like a low. By, 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 walk. by the way, I hope he runs. Yeah, me too. I hope he runs. On the flip side. It is embarrassing that they, they even are allowing this guy to go through what he's going through. Mm-hmm. It's embarrassing. Mm-hmm. You know, you know how you know how um, at the end of Reagan's uh, uh, career, what was happening to Reagan? He was having his. Um, he had Alzheimer's. His he had Alzheimer's. We had a relative who had a brain. Who had a, 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 a what do you call it? A aneurysm, and he did not look good. The last six months of his life, and this is a man that's a very handsome. What's going on? No, no, what are you? Me, what are you yeah. doing here? You want water? Yeah. Okay. So there's this man in our family, good-looking guy, very famous, influential, unbelievably known in the Iranian community. But when he had his aneurysm, it was not a good look on how for him to be remembered. Mm-hmm. The last six months. Have you noticed that Michael Schumacher? You don't see any images of him. What? Their family does a great job protecting his legacy. The driver. Yeah, the Sch- Schumacher had a terrible accident, accident. Yeah. S- skiing accident. Like he's pretty much he's not doing he's, well. He's not doing not not he's, he's not out, doing he's, well. He's on his way out. He's dead. Yeah, he's just he's he's got nothing. And the family has done such a good job protecting his legacy. Where the only thing we remember is, is that, that face with exactly. the red uniform, right? That's smart. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I I think if Joe Biden's uh, a father of mine or a brother of mine, uh, uh, his wife. I would sit there and I would say, look, the legacy, you don't need a second term to be president. 
your one term is your president. If you're like this right now, the way you're talking, how the hell are you going to be talking in 2027? Okay? (laughs) Listen, thank you, husband. Thank you, dad. Thank you, brother. Bro, let's just kind of kick it and let somebody else that's younger go compete for your spot, which is Newsom. Mm -hmm. And again, I'm talking on the Democrat side. I'm not talking about I want Newsom. I'm just saying on the Democrat side, let's go let somebody else go run. But it's time. It's not... uh, uh, there's a part where the family's got to step in and say, "Pops, you got to you got to kind of kick it right and now." So, Pat, why do you, why do you, so as it, thinking as on the Democratic side, what why do you think that they're because I mean they're he's gonna announce it. That means they kind of want him to. Is that who they want to go against Newsom? Because he'll have you know it'll just be a landslide, or is it that they don't have anybody else really to go against Newsom, who we know is gonna be the front runner? We're not stupid. We'll Listen, see what happens. What you, happens with Newsom? You, you, you saw you saw what Neil deGrasse Tyson said yesterday. It was very powerful what he said yesterday. I said, "What are." Indicators of success, okay? And part of the discussion about schools, which he's writing a book on. I, I really am curious to know what he's going to talk about with the book, with the new schools. He says, okay, four indications of success for a kid. One is grades, but that's only one of four. Two is social, how they are with people. We never grade that. No one gives a shit. You were socially good. Yeah. You're probably socially very popular in school, yeah. but that's one of the two, right? Three is ambition. Hey, the kid wants to do something big with his life. You know what the fourth one was? Capacity to recover from failure. Yeah. Okay. Do you realize Newsom, his opponent once asked him a question that the stuff that he did with his brother or whatever, whatever, the stories that he has and the way he handled it and, you know, Newsom to get the criticism that he's gotten all these years and guess how he handles it? Of course he's not a good person that you would want to be best friends with. Mm-hmm. Newsom is not on the list of you want him to be a running mate. That's not that guy. But for a Democratic candidate to be a face, the guy has exes. The guy has overcome negative publicity mm-hmm. attacks on him so many times. He is the recall, ideal candidate recall, yeah. for the Democratic side. The ideal candidate is him. Believe it or not, the recall is the ideal candidate for him to be a politician that's going to handle a future impeachment yeah. that Newsom may go through in 16 years. Yep. Yeah, okay, so so if you're looking at it from that standpoint, Newsom's your guy. Well, Pat, let me ask you a question because I mean, what we're talking about is we talked about term limits and everything like that in this capacity, but we're talking about people 75 plus. These are super senior citizens. I mean, Chuck Grassley's 97 years old. Alan Greenspan, we just is 97 years old, former chairman of the Fed. Biden's 80. Trump is in his late 70s. You know, let's use your dad as an example. One of the wisest, best men I've literally ever met in my life. Father figure. He's 80 years old. So here's my question. At what point is wisdom and experience the deciding factor versus, you know, old and out of touch? Because I feel like in this country, you know, we don't we don't cherish the elderly or, or, or you know, our, our grandparents as much as maybe in other countries. I feel like, oh, he's old. Get him out of here. Yeah. Where, where does that, like, for instance, I mean, you have a very close relationship with your dad. Your dad's not trying to run a company right now. He's 80 years old. Where does wisdom, experience, knowledge all play in versus being kind of old, out of touch, not no, having the, it anymore? Bro, I mean, you're, you're a sports guy. It's like, hey, Michael, it's time. Kobe, you shot 35% from the field. That's not good. Uh, 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 Rob, your mic is on. You shot 35% from the field. That's not good, okay? T- you know, this is, not, this is a good time for you to walk away. You've done 20 years. You know, it's time to step away, right? Hey, you know, Albert Pujols, you cross 700 home runs. If you think you can do 20 and you're going to play DH and you play 81 games, 
to maybe get to the 756 mark. I don't know, the 765 mark. I think Bond's got that number. And steroids has not been linked to you. You kind of went under the radar during the steroids era. Go for it. But just know that's the role you're going to play. Those conversations are the hardest conversations to have, but it's typically a person tough enough to have that conversation with that individual to say, look, this is just not your strength. It's time. You've contributed. You've done your part. You're a great citizen. Go be a grandfather. Your grandkids want that time with you. Selfishly, go tell your grandkids, your great-grandkids some stories that one day they're going to write about in a book when they run for office one day. That's an important legacy. It's no longer your job to go out there and do this. So for me, mm-hmm. you know, the younger person coming up typically has a lens that the older person may no longer have. And not only that, they don't have that reason to want to prove a point anymore. The other person does. The person that's coming up has more of a point to prove to say, here's what we need to do. That's where we need to go. Here's what we got to do. There's a part of that that you want somebody younger. But with wisdom, counsel around that they're giving you advice, this is why a lot of time when people retire at 65, 70 years old, what do they do? They go get five board seats. Why do they get five board seats? I got 50 years of experience in free enterprise capitalism that I can give you some counsel on what to do in the insurance industry. Let me be a board member. Be a board member, but no longer a CEO. Correct. The job of a CEO requires a lot of energy where you don't get lazy and tired in the middle of an issue where you say, ah, you know what? Just give China exactly what they want. I'm tired. We've been going back for six weeks. No. Versus a 48-year-old is going to be like, no, 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 no. I don't care if we go nine more months. We're not giving this to you. No, no. We're not doing this to you. What is wrong with this guy? He's 48 with a lot of energy. The other one's 80 years old and just don't want to go to sleep. By the way, I think that was the perfect answer, especially the end of it, where it's like use the age and wisdom to give advice, give counsel as a board member, it might be tough to be the CEO. So so let me ask you, let, let's use a case example. If you could pick one person to, to be in Biden's ear and one person to be in Trump's ear, who would that person be? Go with me here. Who would that person be? And what would that message be to Trump and to Biden, in your opinion? I, I don't know how effective he is today, but I think Biden could hear and get some counsel from Jimmy Carter. So I don't think he's going to believe Clinton, whatever they say. I don't even think Democrats trust Clintons. I think they always think there's a motive there. I think he will trust Jimmy Carter because Jimmy Carter's got nothing to gain Mm -hmm. or anything. If he's still able to communicate, I think Carter would be somebody good. I don't even know if Obama would be somebody good. I don't think he would sit there because Obama's always got – Obama's still young and ambitious, so he may give – so his wife may be like – I think Biden's wife may be like, I don't like what Barack just said. Forget about what he said. I think if Jimmy said it, I think he may listen to Jimmy. I don't know. Again, I have, I'm just okay. speculating. No, I don't know. Like these we're guys. playing a game here. Who, On the Trump side, Trump? Yeah. I just had a very. Uh, I had somebody over at the house this weekend who was his right hand guy at one point. I'm not. I'm talking to somebody that was a former mayor of a very big city, mm-hmm. uh, the financial capital of the world, the American mayor, and we spent four or five hours together this Saturday. We had a lot of interesting conversations together. We didn't shoot a video. We didn't shoot a, and nothing. It was just conversations we had together. Um, I, I, I don't know. I don't know because what, what Trump has going for himself is 60 years in business. <clears throat> so many people's lives you may have changed that backstabbed you. So many people's career that they were nobodies, you gave them a shot, they work with you, and they use that on their resume to get the next job to become. And then they turned their backs on you and they said something. You saw the clip. You're like, wait a minute. Did you forget 17 years ago you were crying in my office? Those moments people remember. Like I remember a guy named Michael in my office crying 16 years ago. We're in Granada Hills. And he says, one day when I make it, I'm going to tell everybody, 
you changed my life. I will never forget these late night conversations till two o'clock in the morning. Ten years later, he backstabbed me, and I'm like, oh wow. So, so if I'm on like a this level of what I experienced at 35 years old when he did that to me, what makes you think what he's gone through? So, I don't think he trusts anybody. I don't think he trusts anybody. Trump I think the amount it. of people he trusts is is actually less than this. Wow, I think so. Who do you, too. Like, if I you think could, there's one. By, by the way, by the way, let me put it to you this way. Let me let me rephrase the statement. Trust and respect, mm-hmm. not just trust. Trust, I think he trusts a lot of people, okay? But trust and respect their Counseling. opinion yeah. is, I think, less than this. Mm-hmm. I, th- I think say, there's Tom? one person out there, when you think deeply about it, it'll come there. And I don't think it's Don Jr., and I don't think it's Eric. But there is one person out there I think he really respects and he knows has his absolute best in mind, and that's Ivanka. You think so? Yeah. The relationship so. with his daughter is the strongest of any of his kids. And she's always... Strong strategically, but then stays out of the spotlight. Mm-hmm. Um, you say, "Oh, you know, Jared wants this." So that, well, <clears throat> as a power couple, there's some of that. But I think he would listen to his. I think he would listen to Ivanka. Well, let me ask you this, because if he he is running again, obviously, yeah, Don Jr. is going to play a major role. So is Eric, but Ivanka and Jared, for that, Jared Kushner, have already come out and said we do we want no part of round three. We, we are out 2016, 2020 took its toll on us. We're building a home in Miami. You know, I know all about that. They, they want no part of this. What, what, how much does that play a role in your opinion of not having her in his corner this time around? I, I think that's big. And I think if you take a look at Trump right now, that there's like little, he could use some firmness on the strategic rudder. I think he's the same guy, but I, think he could use a little firmness on the strategic rudder. I don't think he would have had a particular dinner with a particular guest unless things were that we all know about two months ago before yeah, the holidays. Yeah, Kanye, Nick Fuentes thing. <clears throat> yep. yep. I think things like that, if he had a stronger rudder, you know what I'm saying, like a core around him, hey, Dad, I don't know if this is the way to do this. Can you pull up the Vegas odds real quick, by the way, we're having this yeah, conversation about the presidency? <clears throat> anyway, Continue, she, Tom. Yeah, yeah. She could probably, she, I mean, dude, Ivanka, maybe she's just being quiet. She's like, I'm not going to talk about this. Maybe she's thinking about the future. I mean, I mean, maybe she could run sometime down the road, bro. You wouldn't see that? I don't see that. Ivanka no, Trump? Let me just throw something there. crazy out there. There's rumors of a... 1400, Adam. Uh, yeah. Here, here, you, you, you know say the that? rumors or no? Well, go, go ahead. Go talk about what you want. Well, these are the odds. Everyone knows here on the show that I don't look at Pew. I don't look at Quinnipiac. I don't look this at ABC. It. I don't look at Fox. Vegas pulls because they have money on the line, skin in the game. <clears throat> they have money to win or lose. This is the numbers I look at. So Ron DeSantis, the clear favorite to be the president of 2020, 2024. Ron DeSantis plus 225. Trump at plus 350. Joe Biden slightly behind Trump at plus 400, and then a steep cliff fall off, and then look whose name is right there. You got Gavin Newsom, Kamala, who I think has no chance, no Pete chance. Buttigieg, Mike Pence, Nikki Haley, Michelle Obama. These are all 1,000, 2,000, 3,000 um, chances. Glenn Youngkin, nobody knows you. The Rock's still somehow in there. The, and then you got yeah. just the fact that Hillary Hillary's Clinton's name it. is still in there is but the, ridiculous. I'm telling you right now, the, the yeah. gambling bet, not the sure bet. I'm yeah. talking about just the bet where... Because yo, Democrats say what you want. They yeah. know how to. They know how to win when it comes down to this. Put, put your money on Gavin Newsom. I'm let's just saying go, this let's, right now. Let, I'm not rooting for Newsom whatsoever. I'm not either. But let's go put some money you on down? Newsom. Yeah, put 500 <clears throat> each. I'm down. Scroll up, by the way. It's 1,400. Okay. I done. say you guys put ten dozen eggs on the. <laughs> there we go. Ten thousand dollars. Got to bring it back. Ten thousand dollars. Got to bring it back. By the way, nowadays, shit. Pat. Go to the blackjack Pat. table. Pat. All in. 
Matter of fact, use your quick uh, math brain. Yeah. If I put 10 grand on Gavin Newsom right now, how much do I win? $140,000? No, 14 grand. You said 10 what? grand? 10, 10 grand is 140 grand. grand. 140 so we grand. put a grand pass. So we put a G, we're going to win 14 And you know what that is? 140 grand? That's a down payment on that Rolls Royce I'm looking right into. Damn right it is. Boom. Damn right. Yeah. I mean, it's actually a, not a bad bet, to be honest. I'm not, not even I mean, a little. Not a bad bet. However, Let's do it. However, go, let's go to the DeSantis article. Uh, Can you go okay. to the DeSantis the way, article? Like, the secret to after this. the secret to Ron DeSantis. By the way, the, the folks who sell Rolls Royces, contact Adam and Vinny. They're about to buy uh, Rolls Royce. They probably shouldn't buy. <laughs> Shout out to our sponsor, the yeah. Saturday yeah. Rolls Royce. <laughs> All right, the secret to Ron DeSantis' success, ignore Donald Trump and attack business instead. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis has been compared to former President Donald Trump for his uh, bagadocious personality and his uh, response to COVID-19 pandemic. DeSantis mimicked Trump style at a rally in Sarasota by tossing baseball caps to the crowd and claiming that his leadership has been essential in saving businesses during pandemic. The sugar industry was probably more in Adam Putnam's uh, than they'd uh, ever been uh, for any politician, says Peter Shorsh, publisher of newsletter Florida Politics, he was their golden child. DeSantis, on the other hand, has voted against sugar subsidies as a congressman, has won the state's most powerful industries, pounded him with millions of dollars in negative ads, many funded by dark money groups. DeSantis stuck back, branding Big Sugar as a major polluter and aligning himself with Everglades Foundation, a conservative conserv conserv conservation group co-founded by the billionaire hedge fund manager Paul Tudor Jones, who became a major campaign donor. Okay. So DeSantis' strategy, ignore Donald Trump. How long will that work? I mean, it can't go that much longer. I mean, it's getting crunch time. It's under two years. Well, until they both step into a real ring in South Carolina or mm -hmm. one of the primary states, I think he can do that until they actually step into the ring. By the way, can we just put something to bed for once and for all officially here on the PBD podcast? What episode number is this? Uh, 224. Can we just put this to bed? Ron DeSantis is running for president in 2024. Can we stop with the charades? You're the leading candidate for presidency of the United States. The whole charade of like, well, I'm committed to Florida. We'll see how it goes. We're past that. When you've passed Donald Trump and the current president of the United States in the polling mm -hmm. for the likely favorite... You're running for president. So here's my question, Adam. I'm having trouble understanding. Can you unpack that a little <laughs> yeah, bit? Yeah, I'm what, saying what that Ron DeSantis is running for president. <laughs> I, Enough with the game. And I, for, I forgot which interview, Pat, that I saw where somebody was like, like going off what you just said. That like, he cannot, this is that, you know that moment in your life? This yeah. is a, he can't have a meeting and be like, all right, Trump, you be the president. No, uh, they effed you over. Now, now I'll be the vice president. The right now, is this is his Presidency that 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 is the that, strategy working? I mean, the question is the following, guys. Let me go back to the question. The strategy is the strategy is of ignoring Donald Trump? Here's the question. Let's go stick ahead. to the question. Mm -hmm. Strategy. How long will it take for you to ignore until you have to attack? Um, I think That's I think one question. more year. I think one more year, and it's, he's gonna there's, get, there's, the gloves are coming off. I, I gave I gave my answer. The soon as they both have to be in a primary and they have to say something to each other. Yep. There's no. I say one year, Pat. One year, then it's gonna be bow. What do you think he's gonna say? We what were, what is the shot? What's the first shot fired from like the moment Kamala went after Biden in the debate? Everybody was like, "Oh shit!" Yeah, racist. Or the moment I'm uh, right here. Or, I'm right here. Yeah. <laughs> or, or the here. moment. Or the moment who went after Kamala with the uh, with the oh, uh, with Tulsi Gabbard. The moment Tulsi went after her uh, campaign was over that day. Right there the, when she went after her. Absolutely. Yep. Okay. Okay, so, you're done. Andrew Wang's off. You're off. Next yeah. week, Next. eight people. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. So how? Uh, and what is what is he going to attack? 
What is Trump? he going to attack? Uh, but DeSantis? Yeah, what is going to attack? I got it. Tell me. I mean, he has to thread this needle because he needs this, He needs MAGA country in his corner, but he also has distinguished himself. It's kind of like the conversation we just had about the CEO board seat guy. It says, Trump, respect. Thank you for your service. You've done amazing jobs. At the same time, you've created this climate in this country where Americans at each other's throat. I want to be the person that unifies America. Thank you for everything you've done, your policies, everything you stand for. Amazing. I'm with you in your corner. But America is looking for something new and something fresh. And I think I can be that person. So MAGA, I know you're out there. I know you love Donald Trump. I'm with you. I'm going to take on the leftists and the wokest. Oh I'm going to be there for you. Dude, that's like the I'm last thing you. he's going to say. What do you mean? Dude, you, what happened to you? What did you have for breakfast today? Like, you got to stop eating cereal. I, I learned through this new book, Jenna's <laughs> well, Reading. Jen read that. Cereal is sugar. Tell me it's why I'm sugar. wrong here. Because no. I actually think I'm spot on. Yeah. Adam, those eggs were bad. Yeah. <laughs> he has to he has to he has to walk a tightrope between balancing MAGA but also winning a general yeah. general population. What do you think about what do you what do you think I think uh he he has to do counter. So if I'm sitting with him with DeSantis, with Ron DeSantis, I'm sitting there saying, instead of figuring out what you're gonna say, here's the forty things that Trump's gonna say. How are you going to counter and which ones are worthy of counter, which ones you deflect and you just move on with, okay? So what is one thing 100% Trump is going to say to DeSantis? Here's one thing he's going to say. If I don't come and give that endorsement, he barely won governorship. Without me, he would never be governor right now. Florida would have a Democratic. So you're welcome, Florida. Well, okay. He's going to say that, okay? okay? You would have lost to Andrew and, Gillum. And, and by the way, by That's the way, true. just it's so correct. you know, it's historically Trump's correct. right. Yep. 100%. He's right, okay? So that Matt, was 2016, though, meaning it's a long time ago. It's going to be eight years removed. The, 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 you, you could be right 100 years ago. What's right is not about right is history. Right. right is right. Okay. Hang on. Keep Trump going. Trump is right. Keep going. So he's going to say that. And uh, uh, what's DeSantis' answer to that? He has to say, I'm very grateful that you came out. You're right. It was right. So, yes, this is DeSantis' right rebuttal. Me winning the first election, you had a lot to do with it. But me going from 34,000 victory to one and a half million, that's me, not you. 100%. Okay? Mm. So that's powerful. So that's yep. the powerful that he's got to go back and forth. I stood up to COVID. I responded to the and disasters. guess what the voter's going to say? Even MAGA, because everything's about he needs to win the MAGA vote. He's not, he already yep. has the Republican uh, and, and his vote. But the MAGA vote, the MAGA vote, they're going to say, he's kind of right. You know what I'm saying? He's he kind of right. He stood yeah. up to so, COVID. He yeah. stood up to Disney. He stood so, up to education. He responded to these disasters. So, he kind of did that. Yeah, well, listen, everything you're doing is pretty much the policies that I would have done. Yeah, for sure. He's just doing policies. So he's kind of like he's mimicking and copying everything I did. You know, it's okay. So he's going to say, well, I give credit to great policies. These policies, those policies, these policies, you were right. They were great policies. What we did different that you didn't do was this policy, this policy, this policy. And those ended up working out in our favor. But, yeah, partially he's right. There were the policies that he did right. We were going to duplicate. And the ones we added, here's what we did. Okay. Hey, but, but I've made this. I've done this. I've done this. And you don't know what it is to do this. You're right. I've never ran a multi-billion dollar business. But the benefit I have is I have proof to show that I was the governor of the state that got the most criticism over any other state in America. And I was the governor of the state that stood behind parents, stood behind uh, uh, mom stood behind homeschoolers, stood behind people that wanted a choice, yeah. stood behind those guys. And we showed that the right formula of how to react under the pandemic, the only the one that led everybody else 
was the state of Florida. I get credit for that as the governor of that state. And that's <laughs> given me the credibility and the moral authority to now run for office to be America's president. So that's the second one. Then he's going to, I mean, he's going to come back. <clears throat> what DeSantis is not going to do, because DeSantis is, as much as he is a very much of a counter, you know, what do you Punter, call it? Counter puncher. He, he also knows where not to go. He's not going to go family. He's not going to go kids. They're going to try to get DeSantis to talk about how do you feel about the fact that the president's been married three times? He's not going to say nothing. He, they're going to try. What do you think about the, you know, link to this and link to that? He's not going to fall for how it. How about the January's pat? What, what if they bring up, like, how he respond? How he's he going to defend Trump. Defend Trump. on the, Okay, got He's going to defend Trump. Got you. He's going to defend Trump. <clears throat> he is going to defend Trump until it comes down to him showing that I am my own man. Got you. That's what's going to happen. Because because DeSantis is not a Trump mentored guy. It's an endorsed. There's, those are two different things. A mentored requires loyalty. An endorsed is just, thank you, man. I'm grateful. I appreciate you. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, the yeah, difference? Yeah. Yeah. There's there's mentor, there's endorsed. Mentor requires loyalty, endorsed only requires respect and thanks. Wow. Gratitude. Uh, so the sentence is not a dummy. He's gonna be solid and Trump's gonna play Trump. And uh I I uh I think uh I, there's no way in the world Trump's all of a sudden going to turn into saying this new guy that's not going to go and do anything with him. Yeah. No, mm -hmm. the only the only thing the only thing that could happen is if the conversations lead to something happening with the court that it's going to be very 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 ugly. Then DeSantis has a card. Yeah, and and, and you know what card that is? What what card is that? The, if if they go after Trump, I don't think you caught what I just said. Well, you go say it again. The Let me say one more stuff. time. If, no, it's impeachment. Who gives a shit about impeachment? <laughs> if they go after him court-wise. Trump. Oh, Trump. Right. Trump. Yes. You're unelectable. The, not unelectable. The classified document stuff. stuff that's None of that. If the stuff is like, because listen, here's what's going on with America, man. You know, all this shit that you're finding about Elon Musk, they're targeting him. If you try to target anybody and use billions of dollars of government resources and lawyers, you're going to find something on everybody. Mm -hmm. Good luck. Hey, America, we learned something today. All of you guys got some shit in your closet that you're dealing with financially. They can find it, okay? If they want to target you, they can target you. They can target Moss. They can target everybody, okay? Uh, so Trump is the second most hated man in America today, the most hated president living, alive today. He's number one. And if they go after him, they're going to find a lot of things. He's got 50 years of history, taxes, records, a bunch of different things, deals. He's going to need the P word, He's going to need the P word when somebody becomes a president. Protection? No. Yeah, I got a different Pardon. P word Pardon. in my Okay, go. Pardon. Wow. Yeah. If it goes that route, and it's just going to be like my first position, one, I'm pardoning this. Two, let's get to business and do what America needs to be done. Okay? No one's perfect. Here's a pardon. Let's move on. Then he gets the support. Then Trump can go golf and spend the rest of the time with his, with his family and all that other stuff. Again, mm -hmm. remember what I said. Don't put words in my mouth. I said if the government keeps investigating and trying to find shit constantly over and over and over again yeah. to make his life a living hell where for the rest of his life he has to deal with tax, IRS, bullshit, bullshit, he's eventually going to be like, listen, man, just give me this. I'm going to go play golf. I'm going to go hang out. Leave me alone. Let me spend time with my kids. And the, the, I think, and this, I, I think this is going to hurt the Republican Party because think about Pat. You're gonna, you have these two alphas that are going to be at some point they're going to lock horns, right? I do think DeSantis could be a synergist. You think so? I do think DeSantis yeah. could be synergist. huge. But so, what do you think has a, a higher likelihood of getting to this magic number I keep talking about? Sixty percent approval rating. Trump, 
Or DeSantis. DeSantis. Is I, it even a question? No, no, not at all. But what I'm saying is... I don't, so, yeah. I don't solve for that, though. But Listen, I, I don't solve... That's an for, indicator. Let, 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 me, let me tell you something. You know, this, this guy, like, what, what, what does Trump truly believe in? Uh, Trump. No, 100%. And <laughs> by the way... Capitalism by, by the way, America. I'm not by, even being a jerk. By like, the way, Trump by the way, Trump. by the way, just so you know, you wish you believed in yourself as much as Trump believed in himself. <laughs> of course. Okay? Yeah. So don't ever judge a person that believes in themselves as much as this guy believes in themselves. Okay? For a guy to have the world after him and he goes and golfs <clears throat> with pressure and people making fun of him when he golfs and he said, did you see that drive? Did you see how good it was? Did yeah. you get that? Are you going to show that? Are you going to show how good of a shot that was yeah. even with you talking shit to me? Mm. Yeah, there, there isn't anybody in America today that can handle the kind of pressure and hate and mockery as that guy. Leaders Bulletin, he's first on that list. Period. I'm with you on that, but, if I may. Yeah. There's a difference between pride and hubris. Be familiar. Remember, we learned all that in Greek mythology, yeah. and I think Trump is 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 veering towards more hubris than pride. I, I'm, you're 100 yeah. percent right. We all wish we had the self confidence that Trump has, may, but may, it veers towards hubris at a lot of times. I may have lived a life that many like. If you want to like uh, uh, think about a Great Gatsby type of a movie to see who's lived a crazy life, I don't know, bro. Put who's lived a crazier life than Dude, better life than this guy. Nobody's denying that. You're absolutely oh, yeah. right. So, no, so you're all, absolutely all right. I'm saying to you is, if if I want to have somebody go up against killers, yeah. dirty, ugly, mother, you know, like <laughs> legit people like that, I'm sending him. Let me ask you one more I, thing. I, I'm then. sending uh, Trump. Um, I'm sending him. If I if I want somebody that's a, um, you know, if I'm like you know, the other day, uh, 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 I saw a clip by Obama. Obama's like. You know, they say uh, Barack, uh, you know, he uh, cannot uh, handle Putin. And, and uh, you know, he is afraid of Putin. And they say things like this about me. Well, I mean, if you're talking about you're going to handle Putin better than I will, uh, my cannon, my opponent, my, you know, the, the person that's saying all this stuff about me, he can't even know how to handle CNBC moderators. And then you hear the crowds. Ah. Yeah. And then they show the clip the first time Trump meets Putin and he pulls Putin in. Yank them. And then you're like, whoa. Yeah. That that guy's a former KGB. Oh. And and alpha is alpha. That was felt within a second. Mm -hmm. There is no question there. So the the point is if you want somebody to go in places like that, to handle people like that, immediate, it's the other guy that's the most hated president alive today. But DeSantis is gonna be the one that's gonna do similar job with lesser, fewer controversy, added baggage, all the other stuff that comes with it, and a smaller target because, quite frankly, he's not the personality that Trump is. He's not the entertainer that Trump is. He's not the uh, uh, character that Trump is. But he will make a very good president. Yeah, I think DeSantis will make a very, very good president. I agree. What do you what do you think? You know the saying like uh, never wrestle with a pig because you get, you get dirty and the and the, and the pig yeah. loves the mud. That whole thing yeah. went because one thing we haven't discussed is when Trump gets dirty. Our Ron Sanctimonious, yeah, there yeah. he is. You know he would be nothing without me. We got to wrap what, up. What what does DeSantis do when Trump's get gets really dirty? I I I. I don't think he's going to go there. And you don't, I don't think th Trump's going to go there? I don't think DeSantis is going to go there. Right. I think DeSantis is wiser than Rubio. There's yep. a reason Rubio is just a senator. He's not <laughs> going to play that card. Right. Mm -hmm. I'm a, and I'm a, I think Rubio is one of the best speakers that we have. He makes a lot of good points, and I think he's a valuable voice. But he's not uh, DeSantis. No. DeSantis is superior in that area. I don't think he's going to fall for the trap. 
I think DeSantis is very, very, very sharp. Very sharp. Mm-hmm. Like, very sharp. He ain't going to fall for it. And he's going to just go here. He's going to go here. He's going to go here. And you and I are going to sit there and we're going to watch and say, man, that guy took that many shots at him. All you've done is give that man respect back. I have to respect you. I think that's the yeah. moment we're all going to have at one point. I, let's, you know, I think before uh, that debate yeah, uh, so. with Trump, he's going to be reading a lot of Marcus Aurelius Stoicism. Oh, 100%. <laughs> Both of them, be cool, they, they, need, yeah. they need the right people. Anyways, they need the right people in their yeah. ears. To go but at least, be, at least it's gonna be. In, yo, we have a good, we have like a prize fight yeah. that's coming in in like a year, and just get ready for the fireworks. So that's yeah. coming. Uh-huh. It's gonna be great. It's Anyways, be great. gang, this is a great show today. Very good it. show. Two I hours laughed. felt like five minutes. We had a great time. We learned a lot. Um, we learned we're doing we're another. Po- Rob, what's our next thing? Are we doing a podcast Thursday. tomorrow or the next day? Was it Thursday? Thursday and then Friday. Do we have Thursday and Friday? And we have special guests this week, right? Yes. We got Thursday and Friday. It's gonna be fun. Uh, have a wonderful day today. If you didn't get a chance to watch the Neil deGrasse Tyson podcast, go watch mm-hmm. it. Okay, If you don't find it for whatever reason on YouTube, you'll find it on Vitamin and you can find it on Spotify. But go watch the whole thing. Then tweet me and tell me what your biggest takeaway from the podcast with Neil deGrasse Tyson was. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye, bye-bye, bye-bye. Bye-bye.